Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Raiders! Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever! You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride! Here we go! We miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano at the 50, time running down, Oakland football, and I think Oakland victory. The Raiders have scored on the most famous, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. What is up, Raider Nation? Your old buddy Murph back once again for another what we hope to be fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio. That's right. Episode number 124 here in Murph's Fan Cave of Raiders Fan Radio. Appreciate everybody joining us on the uh, on the YouTubes, on the internets, on the uh, uh, what else you got there? You got the Apple Podcast there. You got the uh, the hey, Google talk Play. About it in a minute. You got the Stitcher. Wait, who's who's that? I heard a, <laughs> I heard a voice. I heard a voice. I heard it. I heard a disembodied voice. <laughs> That's right. Uh, hey, who who's the new guy? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. hey, who's the new guy? Uh, welcome back to the uh, Raiders fan, Raider of the Fan Cave, the one and only Uncle Marsh. Man, I'm not clapping for me. I'm clapping because I'm glad to be back. Man, we uh, we uh, we we it's we been lost a year. you. Yeah, it's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry I didn't bail you out as quick as I uh, as as I needed to there, Mosh. I know that you ran into a little legal trouble there with the truffle shuffle. Well, it's a good thing that Q Capo came to the rescue. I I liked his uh, I liked his PSA at the end of the show last week. I appreciated him coming down here and taking up my slack. And uh, <laughs> he left me a nice little little gifty. He left you a gift. He what do you leave you? He left what me you a leave thing. You? He gave me a little, a little envelope. All right, right? A little now, envelope. Now, normally, when the capo leaves you an envelope or an envelope, depending on where you're from, <laughs> yeah, there's some some you know some guys like Ben. Yeah. You know, or Andrew, or Ulysses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a note. You got a note. So he did yeah. so he paid tribute. He paid tribute. He paid respect. All it right. says regards, Q Dog. All right. And what'd you and get? And he left me a milk bone. <laughs> Q. <laughs> oh jeez. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh gosh. Because I'll eat. I'll eat. And <laughs> Wait a minute. That's not keto. I thought you were on the keto diet. I am on the keto. It was a keto milk damn bone. (laughs) You know what? All kidding aside. Is that kind of good? When you ain't had bread in a while, (laughs) that thing was pretty. Q, send me another one, bro. Yeah, you get to know. It wasn't really wasn't too bad. All right. right, Welcome back to the show. Uh, Uncle Moss, it's great to have you here. We yeah, are uh, so thankful to Aaron the Q Dog Raider. Look at my glasses are fogging up already. Uh, so thankful to Aaron the Q Dog Raider for joining uh, me here in the fan cave uh, last week. That was awesome to have Aaron. He did a great job. Oh, fantastic! Uh, job. Such a great job holding down the uh, southern annex of the Murphs fan cave desk over there. Also, thank you to Sonny who uh, who joined us the week prior. Uh, good always to get Sonny back in the fan cave and talk a little Raiders football. So appreciate him as well. And uh, thank you to all of you for hanging in there with us as we. Uh, Go through these uh, episodes of Raiders Fan Radio. All right, so uh, uh, here on Raiders Fan Radio, as uh, those of you that are already on the YouTube know, you can find us that way. Always, you can find us, youtube.com slash Cave. That's M-U-R-F-S, Fan Cave. And uh, so many of you in the chat already tonight, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Ashton, Chris Potts, uh, Ron the Wrench, the Mater Raider is in there. Uh, let's see, Mr. Kano, the Big Easy, the Don is in there. Joseph Duran, Sean Grogan, Bobby Wasabi, uh, iPatch is in there. Appreciate everybody, as always, joining us live. And, again, you can do that every time we go live, which is typically on Wednesday nights here in Murph's Fan Cave. Uh, also, uh, you can find us on the, on, the, on the Apple devices there, on, on Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe to us there, and you can subscribe to us on, uh, on Google or Stitcher or any other uh, – uh, any of other of, of those uh, what such not uh, whatever those services are <laughs> those what such <laughs> not no I'm throwing it out there <laughs> whatever those things are all right so but, uh, uh, so along with subscribing of course and, and participating as always uh, one of the best ways to support Raiders Fan Radio now a new thing that we've got going on is that we have this link and it's in the live link this time uh, it's in the link here on the YouTube and it will be also on the podcast version as well. There's a link. Hit that link, and that will take you to NFLShop.com. When you go to NFLShop.com, anything that you buy there won't cost you anything extra, 
but we get a kickback from NFLshop.com. Money. We get Q-Dog. money. Q-Dog. We get, Listen we to get, what they're saying. <laughs> we get the envelopes without the, the milk without, bones. <laughs> we get the cash. All right, so listen, we're going to get the cash. It's going to go into a nice little fund. It's going to go into the Raiders fan radio uh, hopper, if you will. Yep, yep, yep. And we are going to let that hopper fill up for the majority of the year. And then at the end of the year, Mosh and I, uh, on behalf of you all that participate in this, are going to make a one-time donation to a charity. Now, we've been in talks with multiple different charities, and I am very proud to announce that tonight we we are gonna we can make it official that we are now partnered with the Bolitnikoff Foundation. That is, yes, number 25 right That's there right, over my baby. shoulder. Number 25, Fred Bolitnikoff. That is his foundation that was founded by he and his wife, Angela, uh, in memory of their daughter, Tracy. And Uncle Mosh is going to give us more details on that later. But I want you all to know this, that, that we're going to give away all of it. And we've been invited not only to partner with them, to present them this money that you're going to help us raise but they invited us to attend one of their events live and present the check live. So me and Uncle Mosh are going to have the opportunity to walk the red carpet uh, on behalf of you and Raiders Fan Radio and present the Berlitnikoff Foundation a check and a donation to their to their to, to the to their uh, organization. And Mosh, I'm thrilled to be able that not only did we find a really cool charity, but it's Raiders related. And again, it's not going to cost you guys anything extra. If you need a new Jersey, go buy a new Jersey. And then it's just going to help us out and help us donate to this wonderful charity. Yeah. And you know, the really cool thing about it is you got to speak with, you got to speak with Fred's wife. Yeah. I spoke with Angela in person this week. And like, it's it's not like, you know, I'll I'll have my people call you or whatever, whatever. No, you spoke with Fred Bolitnikoff's wife, Yeah, man. Yeah. And, 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 of course, you know, you, when we were talking about it and you called me on the phone right after you got done and we were all, we were, we were fanboying about it and we were all excited. And I'm like, did you tell her to tell Fred you said hey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's, that's so cool. He can't hang up the phone because the stick him on his hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but, you know, their foundation, we, we, we jest, but their foundation is amazing. It's, uh, and they got a great mission statement. It's, it's the Bolitnikoff Foundation is to commemorate their daughter, Tracy, who they lost at 20 years old. And it's to commemorate her life and untimely death, and it's to helps to enable young people to realize their full potential through support of community and education programs that effectively address the related problems of stubs, substance abuse and domestic violence. And through that, they have they've put together the Bolitnikoff Foundation Scholarship Award, Tracy's Place of Hope, which is uh, it's a residential program for adolescent girls. Um, Stand is a Contra Costa County safe housing for domestic violence victims. Uh, the Dasia Blitnikoff Dance Scholarship, Kids First, Take a Stand. I mean, they are they are in it, man, with both feet. And I can't think of something that's that is more relevant in today's you know society and in pro football than than. This Absolutely. foundation, and it is top-notch, so we are really, really excited about doing this. Absolutely. Thank you, Mosh. It's, it's, uh, it's great stuff, and again, it, you know, it's, uh, 
it was it was great to talk to Angela, and she gave me a rundown of not only what their different events are, uh, and graciously invited us to to participate in those, um, but also kind of let us know that you know that they not only invest in 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 people um, directly, but they invest in facilities right, to exactly. provide for 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 these uh, you know at risk folks, and you know whether that just be a safe place to stay or whatever, and they're building new places. And, That's and, and as a lifelong teacher, and you and I as lifelong coaches, you know. Education is so important, Absolutely. you know, and so the, in addition to the rehab programs and the things that are available, the educational opportunities and the scholarships and the stuff that they do, it's it's beyond reproach, man. It is top notch. Absolutely. It's top notch. So. Good stuff. So please support us and by and by helping us support them, support the Bolitnikoff Foundation. Click that link. And, you know, Mosh. I would never, we would never ask Raider Nation nor the listeners to Raiders Fan Radio to do something we wouldn't do. No, we absolutely would not. never at we would never rep a brand. You wear that Carhartt hat proud because Carhartt was a sponsor of our show and we absolutely. wanted to wear the gear. We were like, okay, well, if it's good enough for us to, to, to rock here on the show, then then we don't feel bad about promoting it. Uh, and so in because of this affiliation with NFLshop.com, uh, I put my money where my mouth is and uh, I got you something. What'd you get me? Oh, I love gifty you time. Love it. All right. So I went to NFLshop.com through our link, and I bought Mosh this package. I'm handing it to him now. So uh, we're going to open that up here live on the air. Live. And, yeah, live on the air. And so this is something I want you guys get. There's When you hit the link, it takes you to the Raiders section of the shop, and you can get anything, including jerseys, which oh, Mosh doesn't no, have. No. A Raiders jersey. This will be my first Raider jersey. I got T-shirts. You got T-shirts. This will be my first Raider jersey. Your first Raider jersey. And tell them for the for the listeners on audio what number it is. <laughs> so as I open it up, of course, I see all silver and black with the NFL logo on the front, and I mean it's amazing. And of course, the one and only, the man, my main man, number sixty. Otis Sistra Otis from Sistra. the University of Mars. But look what it says on the back. Yeah, it baby. Uncle Mosh. Yeah. <laughs> good job, nephew. Thank you, thank you, thank you. you. So good. And so, you know, that the, the next part of my segment was going to be, you know, what shirts are we sporting? Okay, so I got my get made shirt on, but... Uh, you're gonna have to talk a little bit because I'm gonna. Okay, I'm all gonna, right. I'm gonna change. You're gonna change right here live right, on right. camera, and they all love it when I change. They love. Yeah, you're all about the. You're all about changing. Uh, so yeah, so you could go to NFLshop.com, customize a jersey. Uh, you know, look, they're they're not overly expensive, really. They're not they're not that bad. You get the cool. Well, nice... What you gonna tell me how much you spent? No, on No, I'm me not now. gonna. I'm telling Raider Nation that I'll it's bet affordable. It was more than Q Dog spent on my biscuit. <laughs> Telling you it's affordable, so definitely uh, go check it out. And again, it supports us. But look, we're 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 full disclosure, man. You guys know us. We're giving everything away. We're giving it all to the Blitnikoff Foundation. All right, let's go to the to the to the fan cave cam. There you go. You see Uncle Mosh wearing his number sixty. There you go. There you go. Yeah, and they got the back there to Uncle Mosh. There it is. Yeah, man, looks good on you. Fits you perfect. It fits you perfect. Yeah, and there, I mean it's authentic Nike jersey, man. Like it's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. So. Y'all, y'all go out there and uh, and and uh, and help the Blitnikoff, help us, help the Blitnikoff Foundation, and and uh, you know, you know, we're gonna be shouting out uh, the made men when we're on the red carpet there uh, in uh, in in Dublin for the the Crab Fest is what they call it. That's their their fall event. And so, uh, <laughs> all right, oh, so man, uh, this is awesome. Looks good on you, Mosh. Looks good. Yeah, all right, good. let's go. Uh, let's uh, let's hit some contact information and kick off this show. All right, boys and girls, pay attention. You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an update. 
That's right. I got some stuff for you. Take out a piece of paper, a pencil, a pen. Ah, heck, use your pocket knife and carve the info into your dashboard as you're driving down the highway. First off, you need to like us on our fan page on Facebook. That's right. Go to Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Don't forget about the Twitter. You know your old Uncle Mosh. He twits now. That's right. Go to <laughs> at Raiders Fan Radio. Also, don't forget the Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about our website? That's right, RaidersFanRadio.com. Heck, if you wanted to, you if you wanted to, if you want to, you can even email us show at RaidersFanRadio.com or call us on the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Don't forget Merv's Fan Cave on the YouTube where you can get all the show links like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, did I hit the time limit? Good. All right, we are. Uh, <laughs> thank you to the chat, man. The chat's always way funnier than we are. And Chris Potts says, I got scared for a second. I thought you were going to give Uncle Mosh the Raiders Speedo or the Raiders Bikini. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chris, I already got it, dude. <laughs> All right, so appreciate y'all joining uh, us here on. Oh, go ahead. You no, know, I was just going to say, you know, of course, you know, I, I like a little abuse, you know, and so we're I We're not above I, abuse. I know. We're all about uh, abuse, you know. And uh, so immediately, immediately, Sean Grogan says, "Ah, black Raider gear makes us all look slimmer. Thank you, Sean. (laughs) Anytime we can say, you know, makes us look slimmer is a good day for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hey, you know, I just want to say something. I want to give a shout out. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my man Q. Man, if you guys, uh, if you guys haven't shared us with folks, you know, if, if you haven't got a Raider friend or a Raider fan or somebody that you know, um, give them our give them our contact info. Tell them to go back and listen to some of the old shows. But last week, you and Dog hit it out of the park. Oh, thank you, Mike. Yeah, thank no you. kidding, thank man. You. Dog is he's he was awesome. He was great. He was so good, and he's he's so eloquent. And he's just had you, you know once you guys got rolling, man, it was just it was so much fun. I was driving. And I, I got to work, and I sat in the parking lot, and I like, I'm like, oh, nice. Yeah, I got an extra 15 minutes, <laughs> you know. So <laughs> nice. it was, uh, it was hilarious, man. It was, it was a really good. So if that's a, that's a good one to share, you know. Tell Absolutely. folks hit hit 123 on that, and uh, and we will have dog back. He'll be Absolutely. back. Yeah, yeah. He'll bring no his barking self back here. Right, you we're know? gonna have him for the draft. Oh yeah. Well, he'll be on the well, draft yeah, and, next you month. Know, maybe yeah. we can, uh, maybe we can get him to represent at the uh, the check fest. You know? What oh, the, oh, the Crab Fest. Yeah, the Crab Fest. Yeah. So, anyway, it was good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great to partner with him. and glad he was uh, uh, able to make it here to the Fan Cave, man. It was a lot of fun having him. And we had a good time. You know, not only did we do the show, but we hung out a little before and uh, and definitely after. We went out and, and grabbed some food and, and talked about Raiders football, of course. Talked about our families. Talked about Star Wars, man. We had a, we had a good old time. So, uh, uh, definitely much respect to the Capo and great to see him. Uh, in person and look forward to seeing him at the draft. And we're going to talk a little bit about the draft here uh, in a minute. All right, so we are at uh, episode number 124 of Raiders Fan Radio. And uh, so we always reference our show number back to something significant uh, in Raider Nation, Mosh. And so there was a a few options this week with episode (laughs) number 124. So 
Uh, the first one I always look for nowadays because we're in the 100s. I look for like yardage totals because that's typically a uh, something you can find, uh, if not a date. And so I found a yardage total that I thought was fun. Uh, back in 1977, uh, the Raiders on December 4th played against the Minnesota Vikings, uh, who they just previously saw uh, earlier in the year in the Super Bowl. And uh, the Raiders won 35-13, I believe, uh, but 124 passing yards uh, on the day for Kenny Stabler. Now, he threw for more than that, but because he was sacked a couple of times, uh, he only threw for 124 yards. So I'm like, 124 yards, and they put up 35 points. I'm like, what the heck happened in this game? (laughs) (laughs) How does that work? How does that work? Well, it's defense. It's it's Jack Tatum and George Atkinson. Right, right. Three picks uh, combined in that game. And so if you don't think that a good defense helps your quarterback – wink wink to nowadays modern day Raider fan Derek Derek Carr it helps out a lot it helps out a lot when you have George Atkinson or no it was Skip Thomas it was Skip Thomas and Jack Jack Tatum so when you have the soul patrol back there it, uh, it certainly helps your quarterback and helps your offense score points but you know, Kenny only had 15 attempts in that whole game 15 yeah, 15 who? attempts Stabler he only had 15 yeah, attempts no, I know. And, and I was like hello <laughs> no and, I, I was and, gonna ask you who the running back was 10 uh jeez Evan Egan Benazak? No. No, no I mean, uh, 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 um, oh, Clarence Davis, probably. Davis. Davis. Okay, yeah, right, it was right. Clarence Davis. But I, I mean, I'm like, really? 10 attempts? Or, or 10 50 attempts, 10 completions? completions? That's, that's not much. That's not much. Yeah, no, that's not much. It's no. all defense, man. Def- yeah. Defense wins championships. Whatever and- happened to Tommy Kramer? That was their QB that, was their that QB, day. QB, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he replaced Francis. Yeah. I don't you know. know. I kind of remember him from, like, football cards and stuff. You know what? What? Because we don't care about Minnesota. (laughs) (laughs) It's cold there. It's cold. And so so that was one option. But, you know, we got to dig a little deeper than that. We got to come up with something cooler than a yardage total. Yeah, 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 come on. And a a net yardage total. It wasn't even a gross yardage total. Um, So I thought, all right, in the first round, Uncle Mosh, of the 1998 draft, it is draft season for crying out loud, first round, the 1998 draft, the Oakland Raiders select. So the first round, they select my jersey, number 24, nice. Charles Woodson, right? 124. 124. First round, number 24. First round, number 24. And I thought, okay, that's pretty cool. That's but good. then, you know, I try to anticipate backlash. I try to anticipate the questions that Raider Nation might have. The response that, that some of Raider Nation might have where they go, well, Murph, Charles Woodson wasn't number 24 when they drafted him. He didn't have a number yet. Well, Charles Woodson wore... What number in college, Mosh? Do you remember? Uh, two, four, what? Two. two. Number two. Charles Woodson wore number two in college. So for those of you that don't like 124, how about 124? Because in the first round, they drafted number two with the fourth overall pick. Oh! How about that? Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, how about that? 124. We don't do math, but we love us some numbers. Uh, Ain't that the truth? All right, so uh, so you know, Mosh. Of course, we can't touch on uh, something significant like that in Raiders history and not have a little audio to accompany it. So let's listen to Charles Woodson get drafted in the 1998 draft when the Raiders drafted in the one they drafted two with the four. With the uh, fourth pick in the draft, the Oakland Raiders have selected defensive back, University of Michigan, Charles Woodson.
You know, Chris, it's it's the only pick that I think the Raiders could have made. Even though the trade for Eric Allen has gone through, Eric Allen has now decided that he will report to the Raiders at the quarterback position. You still have Albert Lewis, Larry Brown, and Terry McDaniel. Uh, Larry Brown probably will be gone in a short period of time. Albert Lewis and Terry McGames have been there, I think, mm -hmm. since the turn of the century. So, I mean, that's a position that was certainly a need position. Even though John Gruden, an offensive guru, comes in as head coach, you still stop people from scoring. That's the best way to win. I think it's a great addition. All right, 30th overall in defense, 30 in pass defense. I mean, I, I think we know what's happened. And again, they have collected yet another Heisman Trophy winner. Desmond Howard now plays for him. Bo Jackson did. Marcus Allen, of course, excelled for him, led him to a Super Bowl win over, oh, I forgot Joe. Thanks, that was. Jim Plunkett led them. oh, I forgot Joe. <laughs> Jim Brown, a Heisman Trophy winner. And, of course, way back when, Billy Cannon, a Heisman Trophy winner who played for the Raiders in the glory days in the 60s. And by the way, what's interesting in the stands, Jet fans and Raider fans are nearby, and they're taunting each other. We haven't seen this since the 60s, <laughs> since Ben Davidson and Ike Lasseter were rushing Joe Namath. Okay, so much. So we're going to go down the rabbit hole even further. I'm not even done with this one yet. Okay, and I, I promise you guys I'm done with the numbers, Bobby Wasabi. Oh, my God, they're having a fit take about a, you and the numbers. I know, take, a, take a breath, Bobby Wasabi. But uh, one of the often asked for segments on our show, one of the bits that we do, uh, is uh, is tailgating too much. And we haven't done tailgating too much in a while. And uh, and and. and We've got a few requests for tailgating too much. And yeah, so, every week from the dog. Right. And so after listening to Paul Tagliaboo announce <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after listening to Paul Tagliaboo announce Charles Woodson with the, with the pick, I thought, what would it sound like if our buddy Paul Tagliaboo was tailgating too much? With the uh, fourth pick in the draft. The Oakland Raiders have selected defensive back University of Michigan, Charles Woodson. All right, so there's there's Paul Tagliaboo in the in the uh, in the uh, 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 gosh, Moshi. Now I'm all blown out over here though. You oh, got, you're not. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, the you, same. Oh, I like that arm shot right yeah, there. there you got the can. The, the yeah, guitar. yeah, yeah. All right, there we go. Okay, right. so so hold on. Is this better? Like, nah, that's what, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna have a whatever. Turn, turn, right. turn. There it is, right there. Okay, there leave it alone. Okay, all right. But no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to cut this part out of the audio podcast. There. All right. So anyway, so there's Charles Woodson uh, and tailgating too much. But no, whoever it was, Paul Tagliabue tailgating too much. Hey, this is Pete Koch, former Los Angeles Raiders. Yeah, back in the old days, baby. And you're listening to Murph and Uncle Mosh, who happens to have the same hair as me. Check it out. Raiders Fan Radio. All right, Uncle Mosh. Now, uh, so we got a couple quick little stories here. Uh, number one, uh, I want to give a, a quick little clarification, Mosh. This is a right. Raiders fan radio PSA, uh, if you will. So a public service announcement from your, your buddies here at Raiders Fan Radio. And that is, we've often bandied about the significance of the number. We're doing a lot of numbers today. Go, go figure. Uh, the significance of the number double zero. And it's often said that Jim Otto was the last player to wear double zero. And, and I've said this on our show before. Right, right. 
there's an important clarification that I want to make sure that we make. So that way when you're out and you're having your, your, your talks with your football friends and you're talking all things Raiders, you got to know this, Raider Nation. Jim Otto was not the last player to wear double zero in the NFL. Jim Otto was the last player to wear double zero for the Raiders. Which is the only team that matters anyway. That's true. Uh, but there is a player for the Houston Oilers named Ken Burrow who wore the number double zero, and he wore it from 71 to 81 when he retired. Well, Jim Otto retired in 74. So just a little public service announcement for you there. Just know that. and Because we, we've brought it up numerous times here lately on the show. And so not only did I want to correct myself, but then uh, throw that out there to you all, that, uh, that, that Jim yeah. Otto wore double zero. And, you know, the cool thing about that is, I mean, is we, do a, we do a, a PSA for Ken Burrow, who wore number double zero, but on our PSA, of course, we have a picture of Jim Otto. Otto. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So it all it all comes back to the Raiders. Yeah, always. Yeah, yeah. We're not putting a picture of an oiler on our show. No. No, no heck no, 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 heck no. All right. Um, uh, so, you know, here on Raiders Fan Radio, we always give uh, respect. Uh, we always want to... to um, pay our respects uh we don't do shout outs we don't do props but nothing wrong with those things but we like to give a little bit of respect and uh especially when um you know when we have somebody of uh, uh of significance in raider nation that that, that passes on and so we want to give respect today to clem daniels uh clement daniels was a uh a running back for the raiders back in the afl days and mosh um I, I knew who Clem Daniels was. In fact, Pastor Mondo, who's been on our show, right, right. has talked about Clem Daniels, that, that, you know, he, about the significance of his playing career and, you know, of him and LaMonica and Warren Wells and all those guys of the, the Raiders of the AFL days. Um, and so I knew who Clem Daniels was, but frankly, I didn't, I didn't know a ton about his career. Well, here's why I want to give him respect, Raider Nation, is that not only for uh, the time that he wore the silver and black, but Mosh, you got some of his stats, or you want to you want to share with them his 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 all time? Because not only is he one of the all time Raider greats, he's one of the all time AFL greats. He had he had uh, five thousand one hundred and one yards on one thousand one hundred thirty four attempts. So he was he was a five yard guy, man. Yeah, which is a lot. He was a five yard guy, and the coolest thing about him is he was the all time leading rusher in the AFL. All time. I didn't know that. And yeah. that and that record can never be broken. Can never be broken. So That's for, crazy for the, cool, man. The history of forever, Clem Daniels, man, uh, former Raider, will be the uh, the all-time AFL rushing champ. So good stuff there. Much respect to Clem, his career, his life, and, uh, and condolences to his family. Hey, Raider Nation. I just want to say hello. This is Pastor Mondo of NationMinistry.net. You're listening to Raider Fan Radio with Uncle Marsh. My brother, just win, baby. All right. Thank you, Pastor Mondo. Pastor Mondo has such great stories of those Raiders. I mean, he's he's old school Raider fan, man. Goes back to the 60s Raiders, and uh, he's got amazing stories about not only those teams and those players, but interacting and oh. ministering to those players. Like, I mean, just, just great, great stuff. Still to this day. And uh, since you, you played the sound clip, I'll never pass an opportunity to, to highlight it. Still to this day, the highest rated episode we have ever had out of 124 episodes of Raiders Fan Radio, Pastor Mondo, the second time by far, uh, by a long shot, the most popular show we've ever done. On the, uh, on the podcast. On the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah not yeah. on the YouTube version, but on the, the podcast yeah. ratings. Yeah. But That's it, crazy yeah, cool, man. Yeah, the only, and, and there's, the rest of them are like, 
Pete Koch is up there. Keith sure, Smith. Sure. Andrew DePaul. Like basically it's like Phil Phillips. It's like former Raiders. And then Pastor Mondo was number one. So it's pretty cool, man. Uh, pretty cool stuff. So, uh, all right. So, uh, Uncle Mosh, next up here, we're going to get into some news. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, a lot of what's going on in Raider Nation. And there's, frankly, there's so much news to get to. We can't do a show and get to it all. It's there's it, the free agency stuff, the draft stuff. It's just bananas. Um, so we're going to uh, trim it down best we can, keep it concise by going to the coach, by going to the GM and listening to what those guys have to say and sharing that stuff and distilling that that uh, that that uh, conversation uh, down with you guys. So to start off, we're going to go with the uh, you know the owners have been having their their meetings this last week down in Phoenix and they're talking about all kinds of stuff, rule changes, and they've finally voted. So the Raiders are officially now the Oakland Raiders and whatnot. Well, the coaches are down there for a lot of this stuff and they're doing interviews down there uh, as well. So. John Gruden sat down with Jim Trotter of uh, of NFL Network, and here's a great. If you haven't heard it yet, here's a great. It's it's not the entirety of it, but it's about a three and a half minute clip of of Gruden and Trotter, and it's great stuff. You're a year back in your return, and I'm wondering what one word would describe that first year back. Ah, uh, people. It's tough. It's a tough year, no doubt, <laughs> for the fans for the players, for the coaches, and for me, but uh, necessary. Something we had to get through, and we got through, and we're excited about the future. So where are you now at this point in your mind? We're on schedule. We had a great year in offseason in terms of adding free agents. We've got uh, four picks in the top 35. Nobody can say that. And we've established a really good work ethic um, in our building. Our guys know how to prepare, how to practice, and uh, we've got a good environment, which I'm excited about. You brought in some high-profile players, Antonio uh, Brown, uh, Vontez Burfick, guys who are known to have some baggage, either recently or in the past. How do you manage that? I don't know what baggage Antonio Brown has that you're talking about. He's one of the most prolific receivers in football. I, I really don't. Well, week 17. Well, I mean, that's 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 in the eyes of the beholder. You know, I don't think Brown has any baggage. I think he is the real deal. He is exactly what this team needs. A go-to clutch football player at a position uh, that we needed. And uh, we are so excited to have him. The energy that he brings to the practice field, to the meeting room. His preparation is legendary. I mean, this guy works as hard as Jerry Rice worked, and that's saying something. John, let's let's address the rumors. There are so many out there about Derek Carr. Does John Gruden really like Derek Carr? Is he committed to him? Can you say categorically right now, Derek Carr will be your quarterback in 2019? Yeah, he's going to be our quarterback. I'm not going to address all the rumors. I could care less about the rumors. You know, he threw for 4,100 yards, um, threw for almost 70% in a very dire, tough circumstance. So I got a lot of confidence in Carr, what he can do with Antonio Brown, with Tyrell Williams, uh, with Trent Brown coming in here to help our offensive line with a better defense. Yeah, I'm excited about Carr. Um, but you guys are going to meet with Murray and Haskins this week, correct? Yeah, yes, we are. And why is that? And we're going to meet with a lot of guys uh, at every position. We're not going to we're not going to look past anybody at any position. We have the fourth pick in this draft, and we're going to make sure we get it right. John, how close are you guys to being what you want to be, what you envision this team being? It's too early to say. You know, we uh, we have four of the top thirty-five picks. Who do we draft? Do we? 
make some more trades? Do we make some more additions? Uh, we're assembling a team right now. We like uh, some of the additions that we have made. We also have a lot of needs that we need to address. You focused on, on offense a lot this offseason in terms of Tyrell, um, Antonio, Trent Brown. In the draft, do you look to go more defense? We'll see who's available. We still uh, have to address numerous positions on offense and obviously on defense. So um, we'll see who's available when we pick. Um, is there a tradable player out there? I'm not going to give you all the answers right now. We've got to we've got to continue to get better. We got a ways to go, but we do have progress, and we're excited about it. All right, Uncle Mosh, you're going to notice a common theme through a lot of this stuff. Number one, I love the comments about Antonio Brown. That uh, Look, look, this is not a, oh, hey, look, we said this and this came true. This is not that. This is not us being boastful or, look, I told you so. That's not it. But here's what I will say about it. We figured that Coach Gruden was comfortable with Antonio Brown based on his words, legendary work ethic. And if coach Gruden was okay with Antonio Brown, then we should be okay with Antonio Brown. And there you go. Like that's exactly what he said uh, that, that we're good with Antonio Brown. A couple other things. He addressed the Derek Carr thing. You're going to notice a theme here. This, as we get through these news stories, and list these interviews, we're going to, we're going to beat this thing to death one last time. And we're going to, we're going to absolutely put it to bed that Derek Carr is going to be, the starting quarterback for the Oakland Raiders. He's not going to get traded. We're going to cover it, and then that's it. And we're not going to talk about it anymore because it's stop, going to stop being driving a me nuts. So, I you know earlier earlier in the show, I said you know call your friends, call your neighbors, call your call your peeps, have them have them tune into episode one twenty three. You know the Q dog. Have, have them go back and listen to some of the fun ones that we've had. I want to know why why. Are we the only people that hear these interviews? Why does the media not <laughs> yeah. hear these interviews? Are, yeah. is, are they are they blacked out in certain areas? <laughs> you know, is, is is has ESPN not paid their cable bill? You know, what wh- I, I don't know why why do people not hear this stuff? I don't know. You're going to hear that they Gruden and Mayock consistently go out of their way to tell you that Derek Carr is their guy. And so where this stuff, why Florio and Coward and... Uh, where does that come I don't, from? I, I, do, I don't do, know. Are, I don't are, know. Are, are, are they... Are they accusing the coach of being a liar? Well, that's, you know, so we have a, we have a text group going on. We're going to get into more of this later, but we have a text group going on with, with some of the made men. And, and, and look, and that was exactly my point to those guys last night as this was becoming a topic. I'm like, look, if they trade Derek Carr at the draft, they're going to lose all credibility, all integrity, all accountability to anything they ever say with me and a lot of Raider Nation going forward because they, again, they're going out of their way to, to be explicit to tell you he's their guy. So, look, we're going to get to more of that later. But last thing I want to say on, on, on Coach there and those statements, Mosh, the draft is a poker game. If you listen to everything that he just said about Carr and then, the, and then Trotter asked him, well, are you going to look at Kyler Murray? Yes, we are going to look at Kyler Murray. We're going to talk to Kyler Murray. We're going to visit with Kyler Murray. Because he said, what did he close with there, guys? And pay attention to this stuff. What did he close with? We have options. We got a lot of things we need to address. We can move around in the draft. That's the poker game. That's why he's not going to tell you, we're not drafting a quarterback. 
We're, we are absolutely, <laughs> uncategorically not going to draft a quarterback ever with our fourth pick. There is no way possible we would ever do that. He's not going to say that. He wants other 31 teams to think there's a chance the Raiders might draft a quarterback. So if someone wants to leapfrog them and give the Raiders compensation, then that stays on the table. Think about this, guys. That's the game. It's a game. It's literally a game within a game. And it's a poker game. And they're not going to show their cards. No. no and you, come on, man. It's crazy. And my, my favorite thing he said was four little words. Care less about the rumors. There you go. It, Bank man. on it, man. Bank on it, guys. Jeez. All right. All right. So next up, so I got a, I got a few more for you here. So now let's listen to uh, to coach at the coach's breakfast. Now at the owners' meeting uh, that morning, all the coaches gather up and they have breakfast, and the reporters are allowed to just kind of come around while these guys are eating their hash browns and, and ask them questions. And so let's listen to coach over that. You know, this guy's uh, got a hundred passes or more. I think six years in a row, he plays his best football in big games. Um, you know, last time I was at Oakland, we had Jerry Rice and Tim Brown on the same team. It was a lot of fun. And uh, I'm uh, really excited personally to have an opportunity to join forces in Coach Antonio Brown. It's a great responsibility, one that I don't take lightly. And speaking of which, what do you think about returning to the Coliseum? Yeah, I'm happy to hear that. You know, to me, uh, I don't know. I don't know what, what what was so hard about that. You know, we're, we're the Oakland Raiders. Aside from his talent, when you guys had talks uh, about you know his time in Pittsburgh in Week 17, what was it that made you feel comfortable bringing him in there and not worry about any of that stuff? I had no problem. You got to be kidding me. We get Antonio Brown. I'll I'll walk to Pittsburgh to get him. I mean, I, you know, I don't I don't have any problem with one aspect of Antonio Brown. I don't know who does or why they would. Coach, with all the moves you guys made in free agency, to still have the amount of draft capital that you do, and Mayock has said openly you're going to be aggressive there as well, what does that say about what you're building towards the future of this franchise? Well, that was our that was our plan, honestly. I mean, we, we lost a couple good players, really good players last year, and we acquired some draft picks. And uh, we also acquired a lot of space to sign Trent Brown. Antonio Brown, LaMarcus Joyner. We don't sign any of these players if we uh, don't have the cap space to get that done. So it's a double-edged sword for us. We, we needed the draft capital to get younger, to get young, emerging Here, players. the table. And we needed yeah, the cap man. space to add Trent Brown, Antonio Brown, perfect, the men that we did, uh, because we felt we had a lot of needs and we're doing the best we can to address as many as possible. All right, here we go, Mosh. Good stuff from Coach there once again. Uh, you know, just look, you know, we have a, a list here. We, we have some callers that are going to bring it up later. We, we ran a list of, the, of the, the free agents that the Raiders have signed. Uh, so with the $90 million of guaranteed for Khalil Mack and with the draft picks we acquired for that trade and, and obviously for Cooper and whatnot, we've signed now. Antonio Brown, Jordan Devy, Nevin Lawson, Curtis Riley, Tyrell Williams, Josh Morrow, Mike Glennon, Trent Brown, Vontez Burfick, LaMarcus Joyner, and J.J. Nelson. All for like $10 bucks more than one guy would have cost us. And for the people that are out there saying, oh, yeah, but the Raiders could have done all that and paid for him this year. Yeah, but not next year because while Khalil Mack's salary only accounts for $11 million to the cap this year, it accounts for $26 million against the cap next year. There is no way these guys end up Raiders unless the Raiders make the move that they made last year and it right, was tough right. 
right. and it sucked, but it had to be done. And now we're finally seeing this thing play out. And so good for coach to stick to his guns and, and, and glad to hear him confirm all that for us uh, there at the coach. Oh my breakfast. God. And you know, and, and I love what he said and we'll hear more about it, but when he talks about Antonio Brown, he says he, he gets excited when he talks about him, he says, I, he, he even said, he said, I get excited because of where this guy came from. The sixth round, he wasn't even a Division I athlete, and he says he did it the hard way. You know, that, that's saying something, man. That's the, kind of, that's the kind of grit and guts that we need in the, on that Absolutely. team. Absolutely. Man, you know, ah, and, he, and, and he deflects. Mikey will say he deflects the question about <laughs> week 17, but he's like, whatever. I don't care. I, I wasn't whatever, there. For I it, wasn't whatever. there. I, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, and now, and we talked about this with, with Capo last week, Ben Roethlisberger is a, pardon my French, bleep me, he's a jerk off, man. He, he's a, like, Ben Roethlisberger is a kind of a scummy individual. Like, he's not a good He teammate. always was. And he always was. And now this stuff is really coming to I, light. What did, did Q, Q said uh, uh, levels of, of being a puke or levels of being a loser or something like, you know, I don't remember what, what is his, his acronym or his, his jerkness or something. Jerkness, I, forget. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was, like, Oh, please. Yeah. So anyway, so who knows why all that stuff went down and look, it was not Antonio Brown singularly acting out uh, against the team. Yes. It's, you know, quote quitting on your team. I don't, again, even that's subjective. So I don't, I'm glad he's a Raider. He's, 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 he's embraced being a Raider. The coaches love him. The quarterback loves him. So guess what? I love him. You know what I mean? Like he's ours now. We yeah, love. Yeah, he is. We Come on, him. we love him. Who you got next? You got right. uh, Mayock next, next, next right? up. We got Mike Mayock at the owners' meeting this week. Now with news of the approval for the stadium lease right. and the extension in Oakland, how big of a weight does that lift off of you guys? And can, does that help you focus more on the season ahead? I don't know if it helps us focus, but I know that since I got here, all John and I have been talking about to the ownership is bus rides, no no plane rides to home games. So John and I are both very relieved. Last I saw you before this annual meeting was free agency craziness, AB coming to Oakland. Now that the dust has settled there, what have the conversations been like with Antonio? All I see is a guy is that's eager and interested to please. He's been great in the building. He and Dark Carr have been bonding like, you know, it's just crazy. They're working out, out with their kids for dinner. I mean, it's really been cool watching him integrate himself kind of into the fabric of our building. Moving now forward to the draft as you look ahead to those mm-hmm. proctors. We see you out at the pro days. You're literally on the ground, still clocking guys. So mm-hmm. you don't shift out of that mindset. Huh? I get fired up. The players excite me. Uh, the coaches out there of the college programs, oh. you get a little insight from those guys. And at the end of the day, I feel like it helps me do my job better. As sure. you look ahead to the season, now it's becoming more real. What's the mindset? What is perhaps the logo or slogan you're you're, you're permeating throughout your staff? Well, I mean, the mindset is we're the worst team in that division. You know, let's let's acknowledge who we are, where we've been. We've been to one playoff in 16 years, and the mindset's got to be we're going to we're trying to bring new talent in on one side, but we're trying to build a team on the other. And that's the harder part of talent evaluation and acquisition is actually building a football team, and that happens with talent and character. So we care about foundation players that will make a difference off the field as well as on. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. Mike Mayock does not shy away from what the Raiders are. Jeez. He does not shy away from the needs that we have as a football team. He does not shy away from that stuff. And his idea of, look, this is football teams are built upon foundations, not on singular players. That's just the way that it works. And while it sucks to have your favorite player uh, sent off, Mark McGuire to St. Louis, right, Ricky right, Henderson right, right. to New York, Kenny Stabler to the Houston Oilers. Oh my, Reggie while, to the Yankees. Right, like, I mean, while it sucks to have your favorite players get traded away, 
look, it, Chris Weber to the freaking Kings. I mean, I can go on and on. It happens, but you got to trust that the guys that are calling the shots are going to build the team. I'm, we've got to be Raider fans first and foremost. And look, Q dog says it in the chat there that Mayock is a godsend. Look, not only do I agree with him in terms of his personnel moves, but, and I'm, and I'm not going to pick on Reggie and I, this is the last time I'm going to say it, but I, I got to bring it up at least one more time because now that you're uh, back mosh, having a GM that's out front in public, making, doing interviews, having conversations, being public instead of just coming out once a year and with Mark Davis and making a statement like Reggie did. I love this, that Mike Mayock has some broadcaster in him. I dig it. So, so I think what part of the problem is Murph is that, that so many different teams and so many different coaches and so many different GMs and blah, 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 blah have always done the the cursory oh it's after the after the game we got to go do our interview you know we got to go do this and we have to go do that our guys are transparent our guys are saying this is what we're doing That's this is point. now we're not going to tell you how we're going to kick your ass but we're going <laughs> to kick your ass so be ready for it because because the butt whipping is coming yeah you know, and and this is these it. are the steps that we've taken and and we're and we're pretty tra- so so I think nation as a whole, I think they're, they're starting to come around, but I think they're so used to the, the, what's the subtext? What's the underlying, yeah, what's yeah. Jack Del Rio? What's, what is, what do you really think? You know, and here you got these two guys, you got coach and you got Mayock going, no, this is what we're doing. This is our quarterback. This is why we traded this guy. We got 11 players for $10 million over what one wanted 11 for one. You got an entire, uh, you got an entire team <laughs> for one guy. <laughs> yeah. You know, okay. Yeah. yeah. Great. You know, great point, Mosh, is that we've, you know, because even Al was kind of under the veil of secrecy at times and not even at times, a lot of times, you know, and so for us as Raider fans, we're not conditioned here lately to this type of communication. And so I could see where, you know, it might be uh, out of people's comfort zone, but look, Raider Nation, man, embrace it because this is what it's all about. So, uh, so great stuff there from from Coach and, and from Mayock. I've got a, a couple more from Mayock. But before we get to that, I want to hit on, you know, we rail against a lot of the big-time media guys, whether it's Stephen A. or it's Florio or it's Mike Silver or Lombardi or whatever. There's a whole big list of, of Raider haters that are in the media, even Greg Papa now, sadly. Um, but there are some that do have our back. There sure. are some guys, uh, Gottlieb is one that's pretty good. And I'm not, when I say I have our back, I'm not talking about being a Raider apologist. I'm not talking about JT the Brick, okay? JT the Brick is in like we're in. He's an unapologetic Raider fan. Absolutely. And there's Absolutely. nothing wrong yeah. with that. So, He's ate up with silver and black. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like it's like being a Republican and watching Fox News. It's like that's your people. They're going to say sure. what you sure. want to hear, sure. right? Okay. So or, or CNN on the what other side, to be all fairness, right? I don't want to make this pull up about politics. Well, just, just get on with your point. Okay. We don't care all about right. that. My point is, though, is that <laughs> but there are some guys, though, that are pretty balanced for the most part and just have called this thing like we're seeing a lot of yes. things. And, and I think that in, and so in fairness to people like that, I want to highlight one Adam shine, who is on uh, XM Sirius XM had a little uh, uh, run about Derek Carr and about his significance to the Raiders. So let's listen to Adam shine from XM. Uh, I keep messing that up from Sirius XM. Derek Carr is a franchise quarterback. I'm taking Mike Mayock at his word. I think Mike Mayock knows when he looks at that roster with a fresh set of eyes 
after all those years being an outstanding analyst for the NFL Network, and now he's the general manager for the Oakland Raiders. I think he looks at the roster, looks at the team, and says, all right, we've got these three first-round picks. Derek Carr is a franchise quarterback, and at least for now, we're going to sell this internally and believe it that he's our franchise quarterback. Derek Carr has played at an MVP level. The Oakland Raiders have so many damn needs from running back to the entire defense. The Raiders should not draft Kyler Murray. The Raiders, and they've got three first-round picks, in a draft that is filled with unbelievable defensive ball players, they should be thinking defense. Derek Carr is absolutely unequivocally a franchise quarterback. There are two types of teams in the NFL, those that have a quarterback and those that don't. The Raiders <laughs> have a quarterback. The Raiders have a franchise quarterback. Derek Carr is a franchise quarterback, and he should be a Raider for life. I firmly believe that. You don't, Just like with the Lions, you don't mess around with Matthew Stafford. You don't mess around with Derek Carr. Gruden is there to maximize Carr. So I don't want to hear Kyler Murray. I don't want to hear <laughs> ship Derek Carr for a second-round pick. You don't sell low on Derek Carr. Derek Carr is the franchise quarterback for your Oakland Raiders. Come on, Adam Shine. Jeez. How good is that? And, you know, I, I like what he what he intimated about Mayock. He's like, uh, give the man an opportunity. Give him an opportunity to say what he needs to say, and until he goes against that, why not take the man at his word? Absolutely. Take him at his word until he does what you said earlier, goes against what he said, and then and then you have a reason to doubt him. But until then, shut the hell up <laughs> and listen to what the man says. Absolutely. Because you know what? We'll be we'll be the first ones calling him out. Not that they care whether we call him out or not, but we'll be the first ones to be like uh, bruh, what happened? Yeah, like what? I thought he was our guy. Like, and we would call up, we would call up that that audio. Remember, Absolute. hey, hey, I hey, keep Mike, everything. Remember when you said, yeah, I keep everything, and we will definitely call it out. Uh, should they say they go against it? So, all right, I got one more for you. I actually got two more for you. One that's uh, speaking of Mike. Speaking of Mike, uh, here we got uh, back to uh, to to Mike Mayock. Now this is from uh, this is from the combine. Uh, so this is now going back a few weeks. But again, listen to the message. Well, I mean, we've we've got a, a young quarterback that we think is a franchise quarterback that's going to be 28 years old in March. So we're pretty happy with where we are. Uh, we we feel like we're pretty good at the quarterback position. All right, did you hear that? Okay, so look, so now we've. This is not all taken from one interview with these two guys. These are multiple interviews over multiple weeks. Every time Gruden and Mayock get an opportunity to state that Derek Carr is their quarterback, they do. Yep. So, Uncle Mosh, I got to ask you, do you understand? Do you comprende? Do you compiche? Do, capiche? Does this make sense that Derek Carr is going to be our quarterback? Give me one more. I don't think there are very few people walking around that are better than Derek Carr. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? 
I don't think there are very few people walking around that are better than Derek Carr. Jesus, am I speaking Chinese? I don't think there are very few people walking around that are better than Derek Carr. Comprende. I don't think there are very few people walking around that are better than Derek Carr. Don't you get it? I don't think there are very few people walking around that are better than Derek Carr. Capisce? All right, let's talk about the draft. Here is latest draft. There's a draft. Today's our draft. Watch out for drafts. This is the NFL draft. The first draft. Look, I'm into a draft. He's going pro in the draft. You're going to the draft? Surefire first round draft pick. Draft looks solid. Good luck with the draft. They drafted me. Apparently, we drafted. I drafted you. I got drafted. Another successful draft. Yeah. Shallow draft. Draft picks. It's my third draft. You only get drafted once. Oh, it's draft day. Let's talk about the draft. This is gonna be the worst draft yet. It's our draft. You draft me in the first round. Number one draft choice, signed a big contract. Excellent draft. Nashville, Nashville, Nashville. Nashville. <laughs> you want to shout out the chat there, Mosh? Oh my gosh! Thank you, Joseph. Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty funny. You know, y'all you know that I, I, I'm not so good on these social media stuff. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm having a hard time keeping up and typing and everything. And, yeah. and Joseph says, uh, Mosh is the. And and I and I couldn't understand why he had a picture of a rabbit. <laughs> I'm like, what do you? What does that mean? I, was it, was a, it about my hair? It's a goat, Mike. It's a goat. <laughs> Thanks, Joseph. Now that my nephew explained it to me, I appreciate the sentiment. <laughs> appreciate that, Joseph, uh, and everybody else in the chat. As oh always, oh my gosh, you guys rock. Uh, let's see, Aaron Q Dog Raider, Irish Raider, Pirate 1975, Joseph Duran, William Wilson, Sergio Burrows, Raider Critique, uh, Ron the Wrench, Chris Rubio, Eye Patch. Uh, Joseph Morales, Stoned Raider. Uh, there's a bunch of Raider riches there. Yeah. yeah, absolutely great stuff. Uh, all right, so so we'll uh, this is a request hour here on Raiders Fan Radio. Raider Critique asked us to play that one more time, so we'll, we're going to go back to the draft. But I'll play this Mike Mayock understand bit one more time. I don't think there are very few people walking around that are better than Derek Carr. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? I don't think there are very few people walking around that are better than Derek Carr. Jesus, am I speaking Chinese? I don't think there are very oh, few people walking around that are better than Derek Carr. Comprende. I don't think there are very few people walking around that are better than Derek Carr. Don't you get it? I don't think there are very few people walking around that are better than Derek Carr. Capisce? All right, oh, so good, Capiche. Capiche. Hey, uh, the Paul Silas one is the, that is the best. One. Speaking <laughs> Chinese, yeah. that's the best. Speaking of me and my ineptness, okay, on social media. Ah, you're not inept. Uh, I, I'm getting there. You're getting there. Okay, you're it's it's the fat fingers. I can't keep hitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hit nine numbers. You, you hit. A- <laughs> yeah, you, that's why I do voice text. Yeah, and you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's and thankfully nowadays. Voice to text is pretty accurate. Oh my Back in the gosh. day, I used, used to, to send you a message. I'd say, uh, Murph, uh, basketball over to the spider by the drain spout. Yeah. And you'd be like, what? And I'm like, uh, you want to watch the game? <laughs> <laughs> but so uh, my question is, is, is that since we're going to talk about the draft and the yeah. update and the app and all that, yeah. have, have I signed up for anything yet? No. <laughs> no, you haven't. And I need to clear up something. So I'm glad you brought that up. 
So uh, as far as the draft app goes, so if you're coming to the draft, you're coming to Nashville to join uh, us. And uh, if you're coming to Nashville to join us for the draft, and then you're just going to kind of go to the draft maybe too. Right, right. We know you're coming into town to be part of our live stream. But if you want to make that other draft part of it part of your trip too, I mean, I guess you could do that. Yeah, okay. I mean, I guess you could do that. And we're going to do that, right? Maybe? Yeah, we're going to okay. go to the draft. All right, so to go okay. to the draft, you got to have an app. So if you're coming to the draft, you're going to the draft. If you're coming to the draft, you got to have an app on your phone. It's an e-ticket, and the way that you get it is by going to uh, – it's it's the Fan Mobile Pass is what it's called, and you can find it on your Play Store, Google, iTunes, whatever your Play Store is, and you register for it. Now, I announced this last week, and I had some people say to me, well, Murph, I registered for it, and I didn't get anything. I didn't get it. Well – I should have clarified. You register for the app. You don't get the app until April 8th. So if you, for those of you that are on the YouTube feed there, you see starting April 8th, you download and log in the Fan Mobile Pass app. Uh, so, so you register for the Fan Mobile Pass. Then you download it on April 8th. And then you just, once you're on site, it says there you join the virtual line uh, inside the Pass app. And then you get uh, access with that notification. It will send you a QR code, I assume, or something that they will scan you in. And Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> this is the- you lost me on app. <laughs> now we're not talking about chicken fingers and, uh, and oh, butterfly man, I got, I got all excited about milk bones. Uh- all right, so get the damn app. <laughs> All right, so as far as our meetup goes, which, again, as we know, that's why you're really coming, uh, please go to, uh, to where am I, where am I sending people? So, yeah. Our Facebook page. Go to our Facebook page. Let us know you're coming. There's over 30 now confirmed that are coming. Um, the, please let us know because we have to let the, the venue know how many folks we're going to have. There's no extra cost. It doesn't take a ticket or anything. We just need to let them know how many we're going to have. Uh, we're going to be at the Bavarian Beer House, and we're going to broadcast Raiders Fan Radio Live. Aaron the Q-Dog Raider will be there. We're going to have a lot of uh, the other made men will be there uh, as well. So we're going we're gonna to broadcast. We're going to live stream. We're going to talk about the first two days of the draft. We're going to have a big old time. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, so please come and, and join us for that and go to our Facebook page, Raiders Fan Radio Podcast, and let us know you're coming that way. And uh, I've got some cool news as far as our event goes, Mosh. Okay, hit us. Um, so our buddy Jeff at Dead Pirate Sports. Remember Jeff? Oh, yeah, yeah, we love uh, Jeff. Jeff sold uh, Dead Pirate Sports. He doesn't. He's no longer in the Dead Pirate Sports business. Uh, there are some other folks that are still individually running his business or whatever i'm not quite sure exactly but for the most part jeff and his involvement in the in the business is sold off he's moving on to some other ventures well he sends me a text one day and he goes hey murph i've sold dead pirate sports i got a bunch of extra stuff i got a bunch of merch nice you want a box of books and i go go, yeah uh, okay i go sure and he goes i know you love that al davis book you want a box of books so this book that i'm holding up here al davis Behind the Raiders Shield by Bruce Kebrick, John Kingdon. An and amazing Steve, read. Steve Corcoran. Fantastic read. Jeff sent us a box of these books. So I got like 10 copies of this book. So we got giveaways for our event. And even better than that, I reached out to our buddy Steve Corcoran, the third of those authors, right, of Steve Corcoran of the Contra Costa Times, and asked Steve if he was coming to the draft. He said, I'm not sure if I'm coming yet. Uh, but if I do, we will definitely link up. And I said, I got a box of your books. Would you mind doing a signing? And he said, not at all. 
So wow, I don't know if he's going to be at our thing or if we're going to meet him out somewhere and have him sign these things. But one way or another, if you're coming, the first of you that show up, we're going to give you at a minimum a copy of this book, probably an autographed copy of it, and maybe a chance to have Corcoran autograph it, personalize it, and give it to wow. you in person. Wow, cool amazing. Is that? That, that is so cool. Yeah. You know, uh, speaking of cool stuff, people are talking, uh, we, we get, we get, we get, all the time we get asked, you know, when's the next shirt coming? When's the next shirt coming? When's the next shirt coming? Well, oh, yes. we have been to, you and I have met with the printer. Yes. We had we had a little font issue, but our guy is going to get it the way we want it, and the shirts will be available also there for the, in time for the draft. Awesome. And then we'll we'll let you know as soon as, as the second they hit our house, the second they hit here in Murph's Fan Cave, they will, <clears throat> excuse me, They'll go up for sale. We'll get them up on the website yep. and get them ready to and, go. And yep. we're gonna we're gonna we might do some fun stuff with the pricing that way, uh, so that that and they've always been a great price. But we're gonna we're gonna do some stuff where we possibly can take some of uh might up our price a smidge, but that money that is that is uh, uh the extra money that you're gonna pay, we're gonna turn right around and donate that to the Bolitnikov Foundation. Absolutely. So uh, absolutely, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be an awesome, awesome. Thing. Absolutely. So like our Raiders fan radio T-shirts were like twenty bucks, I think, before. So you might pay twenty. We don't know what the exact price is gonna be twenty five, thirty bucks, whatever it is. But then yes, as Mosh mentioned, we're gonna give it to to Bolitnikov. So please, please, please continue to support us so we can support them. There he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. His body throws. It is. All right, the favorite part of our show is, of course, the Sea of Fans mailbag. This is where you contact us at either calling the show at 909-345-3346. You can leave us a voicemail. If we play your message three times, uh, you become a made man or a made woman uh, here on the show, and you can represent uh, on those new shirts that uh, that say Get Made, and that's what it's in reference to is that uh, becoming – and I had a few people actually ask this week, what is that? What is what does that mean? Well, that just it's a term of respect. It's a term of uh, in in the in the in the Italian uh, gentleman uh, businessman community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was uh, last week. I was on spring break a little bit. You're on spring a break. Little, uh, little spring break. Yeah. So if you become, and I I do a little uh, I do a little casino sports. Hey. When I'm on spring, you like to throw the dice. I like I throw I throw the dice, and throw I had a and I had a pretty good run. One of one of my uh, one of my better runs. Nice. And uh, I was happened to be wearing the new shirt, the get made shirt, the get made shirt. And I had more comments on that. Oh yeah, yeah. What were people saying? Were they like, like what, what does that mean? Hey, or what? hey, hey, what is that? Can I have one of those red chips? Uh, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, they were. It was it you because know, they uh, most folks recognize the shield, and then you know the the true football people. Yeah, you know, and uh, and then it was like, what does that mean? And of course, it gave me an opportunity to pass out one of our cards and talk about cool. the show, and cool. you know, and 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 then of course went into the what we do and how we're kind of a you know we're a totally hundred percent fan based thing, you know. And I broke down when they would stick around and talk to me because you know me, I'll talk to a rock, but. <laughs> 
Uh, so, but it was a good time. It was, yeah. and it was, it was a, it was a catchy thing. That's that's you know what does that mean? What does that mean? Oh, you know? nice, so, right? Yeah, so it was so, cool. So there you go, Raider Nation. So when you're rocking one of our new shirts, uh, be ready to answer that about what that get made is. And that's again, it's a term of respect. It means you're just kind of elevated. And of course, we elevate all of Raider Nation. But for those of you that call in and and uh, and and uh, join us by participation, we want to highlight you and give our respect to you by uh, denoting you a, a made man or made woman. So the other way that you can contact us, uh, the best way to get it featured on the show is to email us, and you can email us. At show at RaidersFanRadio.com, and uh, we read all your emails there. A lot of our overseas listeners uh, like to uh, to contact the show that way. And uh, the uh, the fabulous Uncle Mosh, that's that's your that's your 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 bag over there. That's your your mail bag. Is, uh, is reading the uh, uh, the awesome emails that we get from uh, from Raider Nation. So uh, what do we got this week? Well, you know, it's kind of funny that Paul. Is is from Mississippi, yeah, and that's where I was. <laughs> I, uh, the, you know, I spent a couple days down there. There's a little a little band of casinos right south of uh, Memphis that right. I like to go to, and and uh, I didn't run, I didn't, I didn't run into Paul from Shopshire, but he's always the first one I like <laughs> to read, and he starts off with, "Good evening, gentlemen." A sad note to start on the week. Condolences to the family and friends of Clem Daniels, a Raider before my time, but Raider Nation loves and respects our history. So God bless you, sir, and thank you. Uh, I'm trying really hard uh, at the minute not to get overexcited by what's going on with the Raiders, but I can't remember being this happy going into a draft. Has there ever been a stronger position than ours as of right now? Uh, you know, I, uh, side note, I can't think of one. Yeah, yeah, you I don't know? think so. I mean, yeah. we've had some really good first-rounders, but this is, this this is, is strong. huge. Yeah, yeah. So, it's difficult to imagine, back to his letter, not being able to pick well from the first couple of rounds, and there's a real possibility that a number of this year's star class will be heading west. All this will supplement what I believe has been a brilliant free agency. Quality and depth is being added all the time. So that's why I'm making a bold early statement. And here's that early statement. The best signing we've made this year is Mike Mayock. Oh, nice, Paul. Nice. Nicely done. When you listen to him talk uh, along with Coach Gruden, how could you not want to play for them? I firmly believe Mayock could sell ice to Eskimos. (laughs) 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 There are a few visits to the facility taking place again this week, including Kyler Murray, Dwayne Haskins, so stand by for more uneducated media around D.C. (laughs) 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 It's an interesting plan that's unfolding, though, and as I write... We've signed Landry Jones at QB, so those spring practice sessions are going to be fun. Still no news on Beast Mode re-signing, but just because we don't know anything doesn't mean the powers that be don't know what's going on. If one of the positions we want to strengthen is in running back, then why show our hand with a big Marshawn announcement in advance of the draft? Golly, he's yeah. dead. Paul's he's dead on. It. Yeah, he's doing Finally. Good. I'm disappointed that Jared Cook's leaving us, but I get why it's happening. So he's got a choice to make now between the Saints and the Patriots. I wish him well if he goes to the Saints. <laughs> <laughs> Love to you, Raider Nation. Thanks for your work and passion as always, guys. Regards, Paul Egerton from Shropshire, Mississippi. Proud made man and one-time winner of the Raiders Fan oh, Radio it. Sizzler Award. I love it. Great email. I mean, he always brings it. 
with the emails. Paul's always got the good ones, but man, he he hit on some good stuff there. So I know a lot of folks have been asking about Marshawn. Uh, look, Marshawn's not coming back to play for any other team than the Oakland Raiders. Nope. Uh, you know, Gruden has already extended the invitation to him that it's a, there's a spot there to be had for him uh, at a minimum for training camp. And uh, you know, we all agree that that Marshawn needs the uh, the proper swan song, right? You know, he he needs to have that that last year in Oakland. And, and so I, I think it's I don't want to call it a done deal, but it's just about uh, a done deal. All right, Mosh, who else we got? So hey, Murph, I was wondering how you feel about the media is it still asking about Derek Carr not being a quarterback <laughs> for the Raiders um I would just like to interject here all you got to do is listen to this podcast yeah I know right uh, yeah rewind about 40 minutes uh, yeah. I believe he's the best we have Gruden has surrounded him with top-notch talent and he has been in Gruden's system for one year already I'm not going to lie I hated him last year but if you think about it he had no blockers and no wideouts also no defense didn't help that's why it was a disaster last year. I admire you guys for sticking up for him all the time because he's going to have his breakout season this year. Go Raiders. And I don't know who sent that. It wasn't signed. Oh, let me see. Is that Leo? That might have been uh, Leo. I think that was Leo. Was that Leo? Yeah, okay, I, think, I think that was Leo. And that's, that's back-to-back weeks for Leo. And yeah. so I appreciate Leo reaching out to us and, uh, and, uh, and, and sending us an email here on uh, Raiders Fan Radio. Keep them coming, Leo. Appreciate it, man. And, you know, we uh, Vince, that was two for Leo. Two, a couple, uh, yeah, two, that's a couple. Might, uh, Leo might, we we're, might have we're, to, we'll have to, we'll have to get with Capo and we'll look at it. Yeah, and we'll I think see we might get Mike. Uh, you might be going towards made man status there, yeah, Leo. Keep yeah. them coming, my friend. Uh, hey, Murph and Mosh, got a few questions for the next show. So here goes. With all the moves the Raiders have made, what is the biggest need at the moment? Then Gronk has retired, but lots of his teammates thinks he'll be back before the season starts. But it n- might not be with New England. How would you feel if Gronk became a Raider? Which running back would you like reassigned, Lynch or Martin? I'm sorry, resigned. Okay. Do you guys think the jerseys will change when we move? Ooh, Not a big question. change, but maybe have the shield on it. Man, those are that's, that's a great question. Mo- that, that's a whole ninety minute session <laughs> right there, dude. Yeah. Who was that? Great questions. Uh, let me see. That's uh, Ronan Murray. Ronan Murray. Good yeah, job, Ronan. Good Appreciate job, the- man. All right. So God, a lot of. Oh. I I would go. Uh, I don't think Gronk's coming out of retirement to play for the Raiders. I think he's only going to come out of retirement to play for Tom Brady. Just like we said about Marshawn, he's only coming out of retirement to play for one team. That's right. That's uh, right. You know, and there's just speculation: is this a thing that Gronk's trying to do just so we can get out of camp? What I don't know, but if he comes back. I don't think he would come back to be a Raider. If he did, sure. I love Gronk. I think he's great. Yeah. He's got Raider written all over him. Like, he's a 70s Raider uh, in a nutshell. So, yes on that. Uh, you know what we feel about Marshawn already. And in terms of the uniform, you know, that's curious. Um, the Raiders have never done much in terms of tinkering with the uniform. They've tinkered with the logo. They've tinkered with some of the the the, the way that the numbers are displayed. Um but it's been very minimal over the years, so I would I'm gonna go off of the the track record from 19 I forget what year they was they changed the uniforms in 60 when they became a team they were like maroon and gold or something. sure sure I don't forget what year they be, they became the silver and black but somebody in the chat knows and you guys are smarter than we are anyways um, but from whenever that was to now the uniform has changed very 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 small increments so I'm gonna trust that history and say that yeah I I don't even see a patch I don't even see no the, no I don't even see that I think it's just going to keep being silver and black. Absolutely. And it's part of the mystique, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you know, I love what Chris Potts says. Five easy words. Don't F with the jerseys. Th- yes. 
Seriously. Seriously. Don't F with the jerseys. Yeah. There's some teams you just don't – like, I I don't – there's a reason we don't have a secondary logo. You look at all – so many teams in the league have secondary – there's a reason we don't have a secondary logo because we don't need one. Yeah. Yeah. No, seriously. (laughs) You know what I mean? And, 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 you know, and Mike, as far as Gronk goes, I don't even know where he's from. Arizona, I think. Okay, well, he played school ball. He, anyway. Okay, so where does he live? Is he is he is he relocated out east? Has you know? I'm I mean, sure, I don't yeah. know, but you know, uh, where, he does he doesn't have any ties to Oakland. No, I don't think you so. know. No, not the, that I know of. Not that I'm aware of. And the guy, look at it. He's you know he was kind of playing with a piano on his back there for a lot of the last year. Like he's sure, not, this is not the Gronk of you know 2012 or whatever. You know what I mean? Like guys had 11 seasons in the NFL. I. You know, it's a nice, fun little thing to kick around, but I don't think there's. Yeah, I, I love what I love what Haley said. Gronk is never coming back. Get real. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And Haley has spoken. And Haley has spoken. <laughs> Drop the mic. That's it. All right. All right. So uh, Houston Steve sent me an email. Oh no. Okay. Yeah, we course, got a call from him in a minute too. And, and he knew I was. He knew I'd been out, so he sent this email and says, "Tell Mosh." That I drank buckhorn beer only once. <laughs> you got a case of it for a buck fifty. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, I drank Coors and especially Old Milwaukee. Always cheap. Or Miller in a bottle. That's what me and your dad used to drink. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah the be, genuine we, dr- not, not genuine. Genuine draft. Yeah. Uh, just uh, a Miller High Life. Miller High Life. Yeah. 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 And, I, and I used to tell your dad, I'd say, well, why aren't we drinking light? And he goes, excuse me? <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the Midwest, I remember when I lived in Iowa, Pabst Blue Ribbon was huge. It was popular. Um, but but in all reality, the first beer I ever drank was an Ole. Olympia. Ole. Nice. Yeah, yeah, Wa- yeah. A Washington, I assume, beer uh, maybe? I don't know. I got it down at Vintage Liquors on Bascom Avenue. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, but awesome. No, no kidding. Uh, most of us had... Most of us had charge accounts at Vintage Liquors. No, and I re- you yeah, I remember. No, your, you, is that I, real? That's a real thing. I remember <laughs> your. This is the best story. Your uncle Murph, your namesake, yeah. had a had a charge account for so many years at Vintage Liquors that when he turned twenty one. He went <laughs> he went in there to pay his bill and he goes, Hey, I gotta show you something. And the guy goes, What's that, Murph? And he's like, Look, it's my birthday. And the guy goes, All right, get you a six pack. And he looks at his ID and he goes, You're just now twenty one. <laughs> yeah, uh, but anyway. Awesome. All right, all right, I digress. All right. You got, you got more. You got uh, more email. Anyway, thanks Houston Steve goes oh, Houston on. Steve. Okay, all right. And uh uh he tells me to watch out for the deer mosh and uh he wants to buy a made man shirt. All right, all right, deal. Woo! We had a bunch of them. Okay, my last one's a all long right. one. It's a long one. Uh-huh. All right, let me get the camera on you, and I'm going to... All right, actually, hey, Murph. I'm going to go grab one of my uh, my, my pansy waters. Oh, jeez, you and that sissy water. Hey, Murph, welcome back, Uncle Mosh. Patch riding in to discuss a few things new signing uh, we recently made. First, let me say hello to all Raider Nation made men and to Q-Dog the Capo and to say what a super job he did as a surprise guest last week. Absolutely. Outstanding job and great insight on the draft. Obviously, I can't get all the moves we've made lately. I think a revolving door has been installed in Mayock's office. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) The Brown signing, to be honest, uh, I was a little weary of him as a so-called prima donna wide receiver, troublemaker, malcontent, etc. 
That seemed a <laughs> bit much. <laughs> but the more I listened and read up on him, his biggest beef was the way he was treated by the organization and their policy for not extending contracts, which they did for Big Ben. So it's more office stuff than field stuff. Him and him and uh, uh, Bell were both disgusted by this. Also, his dealing with Rosenberger, calling him and other teammates out in public. Let me say this. He will not have those issues with Carr that he had with Ben. Carr is as classy as they come. He never called out his receivers for dropping passes, and there were plenty of opportunities. He never threw the linemen under the bus after all the sacks, and there were plenty of opportunities. So the respect, excitement, and appreciation Carr and Brown have shown towards each other seems genuine. Good, good, good point. Okay. So, the perfect signing. I love it. He already knows Gunther's system. He brings some nastiness and swagger to the silver and black. The guy's a true Raider. He could have played with Hendricks, Alzado, and Tatum and the rest of the renegades of yesteryear. I'm really hyped up for this guy on our side. Okay, next one. Uh, The LaMarcus Joyner signing. He is a fast, good cover man, especially on the slot. But where is his size? I thought they were looking for a big safety. Our secondary is like the land of the Lilliputians. <laughs> I think oh that's my. the first time Lilliputians has ever been honored on Rangers. Ever Stadium. Lilliputians ever been honored. That's on show. awesome. Others, and we're getting down to the end of this. This <laughs> Trent Brown, big man, a lot of money, but can he play in cable system? Is a question. I think cable is a question on his own, but that's for another day. Tyrell Williams, I think he, I think he's a good pick and will excel with Brown getting so much attention. Whew. I was going to call in, he say he finishes up with, but with all this on my mind, I figured I would get cut off. It's like being on the Chuck Bears show. See how long you can last before J.P. Morgan grabs the baton and bangs away on the gong. All you youngsters might not get what I'm talking about, but Mosh might remember that show, oh, the yeah. gong show, baby. Oh, yeah. Read Chuck Barris's book, by the way. It's amazing. Um, one last thing I found amusing this week while listening to the Dan Levitard show, they have a, 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 have a look-alike segment. One of them was that John Elway starting to look like crazy Gary Busey. <laughs> Until next week, keep up the great work, fellas, and go Raiders. Oh, my gosh. Awesome. That's from our buddy Ipatch uh, down there in Florida. And Ipatch, he's going to join us for the, uh, for the draft. He'll be up here. We'll get to, we'll get, to get him on air and, uh, and uh, have him join the broadcast live. That's, man, so much. In that, uh, I don't know how to build on that, Mosh. He did such there's, a great job no himself, building. man. That was there's awesome. No building. Great job. And uh, we got calls to get to, bro. We got calls to get to. So let's get to them. So I uh, appreciate all the emails. Uh, keep them coming. Show at RaidersFanRadio.com. And if you want to be a caller, 909-345-3346. If you call us, leave a message. You get a play three times. You become a made man. And the made man <laughs> of the made men is the one and only ah, Aaron, ah, the Q-Dog Raider. We call him the Capo. And here's his call from the Capo this week. Greetings, Aaron, your cute operator coming to you from the great state of Texas with lots of enthusiasm, Mosh Money, Sonny, Murph, Lil' Murph. Listen, um, I'm resigned myself to the fact that we may not get Josh Allen as anticipated. However, um, Quentin Williams is starting to grow on me. I mean, a lot of projections, this guy has been uh, hailed as the number one overall prospect. So you know what? If that's what happens, 
it happens. But what's not going to happen is us taking this quarterback. There's a lot of scuttle. When I watched the ESPN mock draft with uh, uh, Mel Kuyper, my dear friend, and uh, McShay, they hardly agree on anything, but they both had us uh, taking Quinnen. Uh, Williams out of Alabama, defensive tackle with the number four pick because I think we're going to get screwed by the uh, J-E-T-S, who gives a damn. But <laughs> my thing is we absolutely cannot go after a quarterback. Um, there's been a lot of rumors being put out there more and more frequently over the past couple of days. We're going to take this guy Locke out of Mizzou. Listen, I don't want anybody that can't beat the University of Kentucky in football on their home field oh. as a senior and have them come in and try to lead the vaunted silver and black. It's just not going to happen. Um, I want to thank you for allowing me to be your co-host and uh, Robin, your Batman last week. Uh, people really don't know what goes into this show, all the research, all the uh, back channel uh, organization. Regardless of whether or not the internet connection is good, screw AT and T. You don't rate it on the hit list. Um, we'll go ahead and stick with our punter, Bro. Uh, great job, Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider, man. Aaron's, Aaron's great. Did such a, I know I said it earlier, I'm going to say it again. Did such an awesome job in, in filling in for, for Mosh, and he's a lot of fun to hang out with, and we had, we had a great time. And appreciate the kind words, man. You know, we, uh, we look at this as a, as a show, and shows are produced, and to, and to produce a show, it takes a lot of work. It takes so a lot of work, We man. put a lot of time into it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a labor of love for sure. Absolutely. You know, it's what we do. Absolutely. All right, it's a great job, Aaron. Always good to hear from you. And uh, all right, so our first call this week uh, from the Made Men, we're going to go hear from our buddy Junior in San Diego. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Junior from San Diego. <clears throat> Let me be the first to say I've been seeing uh, these mock drafts and everybody's saying we're going to pick up Boza. Bozo, I mean... Let me be the first one to say, bozo. no on Bozo, please. The guy's going to want to fix his contract, hold out for money, just like all his brother his brother did and probably his dad. They're all coaching him. No on Bozo, please. Um, another thing is I just saw Burfick signing. Awesome pickup. He is uh, our, Rob- our Romo today. We need the killer instincts. He, I mean, yeah, he causes penalties, but come on. Like you said, he's not out there. Uh, playing patty cake, you know what I mean? We need some uh, killer mentality, and he's the best guy. I think, uh, heck yeah, I'm a signing. Uh, Antonio and uh, Derek are uh, best of friends right now, and hope he keeps it up, uh, get the timing down, etc. Um, I saw on the news conference when uh, Chucky was asked about the comparison to Amari uh, and uh, Antonio, and he, he raised the eye like he made the guy a uh, Ask it, ask it again, like pretty much making fun of you. Like we're not going to talk about it, you know. There's no comparison. Amari didn't didn't have the skills that Antonio possesses. He, I mean, this guy he's probably he's probably going to be double. He's going to catch him, go to the end zone each time he catches the ball. So anyway, just want to say hi. Keep it up. Keep up the great work, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, go Raiders. Bye. All right, great job there, Junior in San Diego. So, Mosh, he, he talked about uh, Vontez Burfick bringing a little bit of attitude uh, back to the Raiders' defense, uh, harking back to like somebody like a Bill Romanowski. Um, uh, that's a very good comparison. It's a very yes. similar mindset to the position. And I remember when we signed Romanowski, I was like, ah, is that the guy we want? We already got a, a target on us being the Raiders. Do we really want to have a guy that's got a reputation? And what? But look, it worked out, and he was great. And I felt the same way when Burfick signed. I'm like, ah, is this the kind of guy we want? Does you know he's got a reputation, whatever. But you know what? 
we need a little bit of oomph to us. It's I, okay to like look what our freaking team was built on in the seventies. Uh, hello, Alzado. Right, right. You know, I, yeah, yeah. Villapiano, all of you know, it was Matt Mill and was all those guys. I mean, that was built 70s, but, on yeah. nasty. Yes. You know, yes, come exactly, on. Exactly. So great call, Junior. Uh, great points there. And I uh, appreciate you calling in and definitely call us back. All right, next up, we're going to hear from our buddy, Houston Raider Steve. Hey, Murphy Mosh, Houston Raider Steve here. Just want to ask you all, do you remember where you all were when you watched uh, Janikowski hit the game winner? Uh, not the game winner. It was a 63-yard field goal that tied the record uh i was up at uh molly's pub where i go that's my raiders bar my car flag's flying above there i've been going there since 20 2007 and my friend sean tens bar up there he's a giants fan and everybody up there knows that raider steve they even put it on the bar receipt when i go up there and they, they always yell raiders when they see me walk in anyway i called up sean and he said you coming out to the game tonight to watch it here at the bar and i said yeah so anyway so they surprised me, man. Everybody was wearing black that was working. My friends, you know, uh, him and Miss Sarah and other people that, that worked there at nighttime. And uh, they're all wearing black. As soon as I walk in the door, it's Raiders. So anyway, so I was back in the Green Bay room, which is also the uh, Oakland Raider room, back in the back. Everything, just watching the game by myself. Kind of slow that night. Anyway, uh we call it Raiders after dark when the Raiders are playing at night games and stuff. So I try to go there if it's possible, you know, to watch the Raider night games there. Anyway, Janikowski sets up. They said in uh, pregame he was hitting 60-yard field goal, I mean 60, 70-yard uh, field goals in pregame. So the coach felt confident to set him out there for the 63-yarder. He hits that 63-yarder with about another five yards to spare. I'm back in the back of the room yelling you know, my butt off. Raiders running <laughs> to the bar, high-fiving Sean and everybody, running around the bar and everything. I was so pumped out, man, that Jano tied the record. Man, I always knew he could do it. I saw him hit a couple of, uh, what, 57-yarders up in Kansas City uh, twice over the years and stuff. So uh, I knew he had the leg to do it, man. So, again, I ask you, where did you all watch him kick the uh, winning field goal? Were you at your place? Were you out with friends at a bar somewhere? And what's your Raider bar, people, when you go out to watch the Raiders? <laughs> the Raiders are back. I'm so pumped. I just want to put on some shoulder pads and hit somebody. Great show. All right. So I think I can answer this quick. Now, I had to think. Mosh and I were talking during the call. I had to think about it a little bit. So uh, before this fan cave, there was another fan cave. And the reason that I built that fan cave was because I quit going out to bars. Uh, I still used to partake back then, but I partook at my upstairs, which I built a bar, right. which was the first fan cave up there. And we used to watch all the games, everything. Super Bowls and fights and everything up there. And so much like we do in this We had too. a few, too. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm pretty sure, because that was the last year. Of, I just looked at the date in 2011. Uh, that was the last year we were in that. So I'm assuming we were there. Now, again... I used to partake back then, uh, Houston Raiders, Steve. And you remember that story you told where you drank 200 beers, uh, Steve? Like, that was a weekend for us back yeah. then. And so I don't remember a lot of but I'm going to assume that's what, that's what, that I know that's where we were. But then, so then, but to further that question, do we have a Raiders bar that you hang out at 
yeah, it's my house. Like that's that's the yeah, whole. Yeah, I mean, that's where we are. A, there, I put on the Mosh's camera. That bar is behind yep. him. That's my Raider bar. Like it's it's this is the Raider bar we hang out in now. Is uh, is is the fan cave? And prior to that, fan cave was this fan cave. So and and then I'll even build a little bit on that. I was in the bar and restaurant business for many many years, and so watching Raider games, I was at work. And, you know, that was it. Like I was always, you know, we always had the games on satellite TV and whatever. So I worked for many, many, many Sundays, many, many Sunday footballs. And, and that's so whatever bar I was working at at the time, that was my Raiders bar. And then after that, I just built my own in my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, but I, you know, uh, I, I think it was, I think it was Q that said that that was against the donkeys. That sixty-three yarder, I'd have yeah. to, I'd have to look it yeah, up. Yeah, because that's because they but, were in the altitude. That's and, why he was and, able to get and the I distance. I remember yeah. him. I, I, I can almost remember us saying, hearing them talk about hitting them from seventy. Yeah, I can, yeah, I can almost yeah, yeah. remember because we always watch the Broncos Raiders. Oh, you know, yeah. always. Uh, I, I, I mean, it's it's a foggy memory. <laughs> You know, we must have been an afternoon game. We were drinking. If that was an early game, we'd have been good. Because <laughs> we were drinking Versteiner then. Yeah. yeah. And we would go get a six pack. But what we didn't tell our wives is that there were six packs of mini kegs. Of the mini kegs. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, I need $100. Why? I'm going to get a six pack. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, thank you for the call, Houston Raiders Steve. Great story. I always love listening to uh, Houston Raiders Steve's stories, his tales of, of Raider fandom, man. It's great stuff. Uh, all right. Next up, we're going to hear from our buddy, Raider Juan. Uncle Mosh. Uh, Murph, I'm sorry. This is the second time I called today. Uh, I was so nervous and I messed it all up. But oh, go, man. the recent, like last time you said, you couldn't understand what I was saying. You know, I got paralyzed, and um, sometimes I have a hard time breathing. But um, that's another thing. You know, I'm calling because of. Uh, you know, we just got um, Burfitt, the linebacker from Cincinnati, for one year, $5 million. And I think that's a good, you know, a good pickup. And uh, I'd just like to say that uh, what do you think of us getting, you know, like Josh Allen in the draft? And hopefully we could get, like, uh, Josh Jacobs and then Van uh, in, the, in the first round or, or an offensive lineman. Um, thank you for taking my call, you know, to Q-Dog and Sonny and everything. Thank you for answering my question last week. And um, God bless all of you. And this is the only reason, I, you know, I like every week. I know I have you guys to listen to. And I appreciate all everything you guys do. Keep it up and God bless you all. Thanks, Juan. We appreciate that. And we appreciate all of our callers. You know, Absolutely. I mean, and it doesn't matter. You you can call in if you got a speech impediment. We don't care if you've got health issues. We don't care. Come on. Yeah, absolutely. Come on. And and you want Call. It, and it and I think it was more the phone that was not it wasn't you. It was the message on the that's why I I cuz it it glitched or something around the time you said your name is the only reason. So you sound crystal clear, my friend, you sound great. And we appreciate the calls and, and yes, absolutely. This is a, you know, we're, 
This is this is friendly ground here, man. We take we take, take all, all all comers, Absolutely. all comers. So so please keep those messages coming. And so to answer your question, uh, you know Josh Allen is the guy to me, uh, and that's not just because I've I've bought into all Capos hype, but although that certainly propelled it. But uh, you know Josh Allen, I think is an is an amazing talent. Uh, would love to see him wear the silver and black. And then in terms of running back, yeah, if Josh Jacobs is around and there's an opportunity for us to draft that guy, I think he's a stud, man. Of course, we're we're sucker for SEC football around here, but man, he's a heck of a football player, and I would love to see him uh, run the football for us. All right, next up, we're going to hear from our uh, our buddy Rev Raider out there in New Jersey. What's going on, Murph and Uncle Mosh? This is Rev Raider calling from Jersey. I just wanted to give a couple thoughts on uh, where we're at. It's looking pretty good in free agency. Uh, I'm, I'm digging the way we're moving and stuff like that. It looks like Mike Mayock, he, he has a definite good plan. You know, and uh, some of the moves that we're making, it, it almost does have me reminiscent of a lot of things. You know, um, just looking at where Gruden was saying he's trying to take us back, you know, and not only just in our team, but also, like, just looking at other teams and what they've done. Like, uh, like with, with the whole Antonio Brown signing and Tyrell Williams, it just made me think of, like, you know, you had Jerry Rice, you had John Taylor. You had Mike Irvin, you had Alvin Harper, you know, and with the Raiders, you had Tim Brown, Jerry Rice. He even added some speed in between with J.J. Nelson, you know, with the, with that signing. You know, then you also have, you're looking at uh, the Trent Brown signing, then you got Lincoln Kennedy, uh, Vontez Burfick, very similar to Bill Romanowski. You know, they thought he was dirty too, but he was a good player for us when we had him, you know. So it's a lot of he cool things dirty. going on. You know? <laughs> I, like, I like the way they're moving with the offense, you know, even some of the defensive signings, LaMarcus Joyner, you know. Now every time I see one of them make a big hit, like I'm probably going to be at the house like, welcome to Munchkin land, you know, <laughs> you know, something like that. Um, also, I'm just excited for the draft to see where we're going with that. It does seem like we're going to go heavy, heavy um, defense in the draft. I do see us picking up a uh, tight end, you know, because now they just they just signed Jared Cook to the Saints, so I could see us going like um, Noah Fant, T.J. Hawkinson, or maybe even um, Irv Smith from Alabama could be a good look, you know. So I'm very excited to see where we're going, you know. I even I even love the hate that we're getting too. I, I heard a guy um, on. Uh, Mikey's Raider rants and stuff. A guy, a Buffalo Bills fan, he called Hayton. He was, you know, he was tighter than a than a mosquito's butthole, boy. <laughs> he was mad at the at the signing of Antonio Brown and stuff like that, and hating on the Raiders. I mean, he needs to go back and look at his own history and realize even Jim Kelly didn't want to go to Buffalo. Nobody wants to go to Buffalo. Fall back, man. You just upset, butthurt. But um, that's all the things that I've got, man. <laughs> Y'all keep doing what you're doing. Love the show as always. Oh, Peace. gosh. That's like Rev Raider fogged up my glasses. <laughs> that was pretty funny, man. Rev, oh. well, I, I would have never put those two things together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Man, That's that up there, funny. man. That's up there with, like, uh, the gerbils and hamsters oh, we've yeah. talked oh, about. Oh, yeah, sitting on his tiny nuts. Oh, that, oh my That gosh. one about killed me. That Wyoming Raider about killed me. That oh, was that was hilarious. So funny. So funny. So, uh, real quick, in terms of tight end goes, 
you know, uh, I know a lot of folks are talking about the two Iowa tight ends in terms of us uh, drafting them, but don't forget we got Darren Waller on this football team. The guy is 6'6". He runs like a 4'4". He's got good hands, very athletic. I mean, go back and look at a couple of the highlights. He didn't play a lot last year, uh, but the times that he did, man, he was he was pretty good. And so, uh, and not only that, but is is it his great grandfather is Fats Waller or his grandfather? Yes. Was it, was his, it was his great grandfather. Great grandfather. Remember remember we looked Fats, that up. Yeah. yeah. So really cool stuff there, man. So I'm rooting for Darren Waller, and uh, and because uh, not only a cool story off the field, but man, let's. I I think there's something. At, look, I'll say this. Gruden said it this week. He's going to get the chance of a lifetime. That's Gruden's words. That right. Darren Waller's going to get the chance of a lifetime now with the departure of Jared Cook. So it's his job to take. So we'll yep. find out real yep. quick uh, if he's got it or not. All right, next up, we're going to go to our buddy Raider Rue in Logan, Utah. Hey, Murph, Uncle Mosh, whoever else might be in studio with you guys or hosting from afar, afar, however it works out this week. This is Raider Rue from Logan, Utah. So after the free agency, I saw a lot of connection with the Raiders and the quarterback, be it Haskins, some say Locke, or Kyler Murray, even some believe we're trading up for number one to take Kyler Murray. I'll say that I don't see it based off what I know about John Gruden. Like, I know, I think a lot of people see him as the TV guy still with I love him, his love, love, love with the quarterbacks, okay? He's in love with Kyler Murray. I hear he's loving Haskins and Drew Locke and all those guys. But one thing I know about John Gruden, the head coach, is he actually really does prefer his veterans, especially on his offensive side, because he feels like he can skip steps with them and he can do more with them and have this, this, this learning curve for his offense isn't as big. And especially on offense, especially at quarterback, he wants a veteran. So I just don't see him giving up the assets to go up, especially to get a quarterback like Kyler Murray and either hand the off his offense over to a rookie or even the next year, a second-year player, and you're taking that with the moves that he made, bringing in guys like um, Antonio Brown and Tyrell Williams, it just doesn't scream to me, yep, Raiders are going to take a rookie, a quarterback early in this draft. I just, I really don't see it. I don't think that's Gruden style. I mean, I guess you never know anything could happen, but I'm saying now, I don't think it happened, and I think some of these guys in the media are just connecting the dots wrong or connecting dots that aren't there. All right. It should be fun, though, that come draft time. It's been a fun off season so far. Thanks for the time, guys. Go Raiders. Great job, Raider Roo. And, you know, I think he said that perfectly. They're connecting dots that just aren't yep. there. Yep. There you go. That's it in a nutshell. And you know what? Uh, great points, Raider Roo. Appreciate your phone calls. And uh, you know what, Mosh? That was Raider Roo's third call. No way. Third message to get played here on the show. So that makes him what? He's a made man. You are a made man. You showed you are part of the family by participation. By chance, a man like yourself should make enemies, then they would become my enemies. Showing you are a friend of Raiders Fan Radio, you have leapt across the line. Friendship is everything. Friendship is more than talent. It is more than the government. It's almost equal to family. Be loyal, made man, Raider fan. Someday, and that day may never come, I'll call upon you to do a service for me. But until that day, accept this as a gift. And don't ever forget, words can hurt more 
but silence can break hearts. All right, congratulations to Raider Rue. Great stuff there. Great call. He's, great content. Uh, Logan, Utah. Logan, Utah. I, Is that... I was out near there when I was in the military. You were? Yeah, I was at uh, I was at Hill Air Force Base in oh, nice. in, in Ogden, Utah. Oh. Logan's right close to that. Very so, cool. Very yeah, I believe yeah, that's yeah. our uh, that's our first made man from Utah. I'm you know what would to the list. Adding him to the list. You know what would be fun is that and I've not mapped it out yet, but now he becomes the 31st made man uh, and we need to map it out and uh, and find out where all the states are that are represented. There's oh. a there's going to be a concentration in in Southern California, sure. uh, Texas now. Uh, the, of course New Jersey. Um, there's a lot of New Jersey, actually. Right. Uh, there's Florida, off the top of my head. Of course, Tennessee. Uh, who else? Let's see. I'm just trying to think off. Uh, well, uh, Ron in Ohio. I'm going to forget somebody, so I'm going to quit because I don't want to forget somebody. Right, but, right, right, right. But, uh, uh, but there are a lot. There are a lot, and certainly around the Midwest even uh, as well. But I believe that's, uh, yeah, certainly the first one in Utah. So appreciate it, Raider Roo. Appreciate you being a part of Raiders Fan Radio and, uh, and becoming a made man. All right, next up, uh, the, this is his... There's two calls I'm going to play, but this is his second time calling the show. So one more time, and he becomes a made man. And uh, this guy's great, man. Now, for those of you that give me crap about numbers, you may want to lean back in your <laughs> chair because this guy's all about the numbers, and I freaking love it. Here we go. Uh, here's Jeff in SoCal. Hey, Murph, Uncle Mosh, Little Murph, Sonny, Wilson, and our capo, Q-Dog. This is One Nation Only Jeff in SoCal. Going to give my uh, add a couple two cents to the car debate, even though that debate seems to be over now that we've got them all the weapons we have this off season. I just wanted to throw some numbers at you, Murph, because I know you like numbers. Yeah, come on. First off, sixty-three. That's how many quarterbacks the Raiders have had in their history. 35, that's the number of quarterbacks we've drafted in our history. And out of those 35 quarterbacks, there's only one other quarterback you can compare Carr to, and that's Stabler. Now I know Stabler and Plunkett have won Super Bowls, but let's just table that for a second and get to some statistics. First off, everyone knows his completion percentage, he's number one. And his yardage total right now is only 300 behind Stabler. And that's with 300 more attempts than Stabler and in 50 less games than Stabler. Also, everyone says he dinks and dunks. Well, he's number two in the Raiders for yards per pass attempt at 6.7. Gannon is number one with 7.2. He's number one in sack percentage of 4.8, which means he's not being sacked as much as everyone thinks. He may not be as mobile as the snake, but he didn't get sacked as often as the snake did. Now, the other statistic I've got here is his interception percentage. Everyone says he needs to protect the ball better. Well, he's number one in Raider history at 1.9%. But not only is he number one in Raider history, he's fourth in league history behind Rodgers, Kaepernick, and Brady. Now, granted, they've played for much more years, but Carr's young. And on that note of him being young, just wanted to point out that he's 27 currently, just about ready to turn 28. But Stabler was drafted in 68, didn't become the starter till 73, 
So he was 27 when he became the starter for the Raiders, much older than Carr is now, much more experienced. Plunkett had 10 years experience when he started for the Raiders, and Gannon 15 years experience. So I think the best years are still ahead of Carr. Also, now back to the Super Bowls. Stabler and Plunkett played with eight and ten Hall of Fame members on their team, offense and defense. Carr has been sprinkled with one or two here and there. I think that's been improved this offseason. But they Google Voice has claimed you. <laughs> He's on a run, and he calls back, so I'm going to play the second half of his call. But first, you guys know I love this because he's hitting on some killer points. Uh, as far as the sacks go, because I see him talking about it in the chat already, uh, that, that card is getting sacked a lot. Yeah, this season. But when you look at what Jeff is referring to, the entirety of his career, yeah, the numbers are lower. Uh, but, but as far as this season, obviously we know that it spiked up this season. But anyways, he's on a roll. This is great stuff. So let's let him finish it off. Let's go to Jeff back in SoCal. This is One Nation Only, Jeff, again, got the dreaded Google cutoff. Anyway, to finish my point, Stabler played with 10 Hall of Fame players on his roster, Plunkett with eight Hall of Fame players on his roster. They each played with a Hall of Fame owner, Hall of Fame executive, and Ron Wolf. And Stabler had played underneath Madden and Plunkett, a Hall of Fame coach that should have been in Tom Flores. So given what Carr has got now ahead of him, I think he's going to prove this year he is the greatest quarterback we've ever drafted. Anyway, tell me what you think. Talk to you later. Bye. I got to say, one before we respond to this, Uncle Mosh, I got I to gotta play another sound clip for you in reference to Jeff's call. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? <laughs> yup. <laughs> You're so stupid. I freaking love, I love Jeff and SoCal. We have a lot of favorites on this oh show. Oh, my gosh. That guy's fogging up my glasses. I know, right? <laughs> oh, my Isn't gosh. That incredible stuff? He That's hates great. math, but he loves numbers. Oh, my gosh. That was great stuff. And we, I, and we talked about a few of those, yes. but we never put them all together like he did. Not like That's that. Look, crazy look, awesome. Look, Raider Nation, like it or not, it's uh, look, it's Stabler's our guy, right? He's, he's, he's my all-time favorite player. Uh, he is, you know, he's a lot of the reason that we're Raider fans yeah. and passionate the way that we are. I mean, we are Stabler guys. I mean, there's no doubt. Um, but Derek Carr is going to be the all-time leading passer and probably go down as the greatest Raiders quarterback in history when by the time this is all said and done. Here's what I think is key and what he brought up. Let's not evaluate Derek Carr on his body. I guess we're going to evaluate him on his body of work thus far, but let's not gauge his career on his body of work this far. He's 27. Tom Brady Jeez. is 41. Drew Brees is 40 Philip Rivers is bumping for like these guys. Now the days of the 37 year old quarterback falling off a cliff. Cause remember that was always the magic that was number. The magic number. Yeah. Elway Marino uh, Kelly. Of course they are all the same draft, but you guys know what I'm saying though. That like forever when quarterbacks got to 37, that was it. That was ball game. Well, it's not like that anymore. Now they're uh. going into their forties now. So feasibly Derek Carr could have another 15 year career. Like, that was well, we've seen twenty five percent of the entirety of his career. 
Like we got a long way to go with this exactly. guy. Exactly. So let's not let's not evaluate him on his entirety and, until then. So great stuff, Jeff and SoCal. Uh, definitely keep them coming. And uh, one more, and you become a made man. All right, Uncle Bosh. Next up, we're going to hear from our buddy uh, that coined the phrase. What happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Our buddy, Big Raider Trucker. What's going on, fellas? Sergeant Arms here, Mr. Big Raider Trucker. Check. Now, I won't go with the hit list because that's uh, tied to the one and only Mr. Capo and the Q-Dog Raider. But I will say, I do have three people this week that need to be checked. One of them, oh, yeah, yeah. These guys have always been talking. But it's one truffer, truffer cat, loose lip, drooling <laughs> Mr. Colin Cowherd himself. My goodness. I keep hearing you say the Raiders don't have a plan. It's kind of up in the air. They're just going with the flow. I'm just one big old fat oversized Trump driver, and even I know this is one of the heaviest defensive drafts there's been in the past couple of years. So what are the Raiders going to do? Load up on offense, you dumb <laughs> Not that hard. Okay, that's out of the way. Number two, uh, this gentleman is the last of the Mohicans and a great descendant of the Coneheads. I'm talking about the one and only Mr. Ten Forehead himself, Stephen A. Smith. Brother, A.B.'s gone. Get over it. Your Steelers are going to be sh- <laughs> It's over, man. Go talk about something else. I'm talking about my Raiders. All right, and number three, I know he's a Raider, but Mr. Dirty Walrus himself, A.B., <laughs> Brother, you're part of the nation. The trade that you were going to go to Buffalo is dead and over with. I'm kind of getting tired of you on social media pushing that. You're kind of starting to piss me off. I need you to change it. All right, guys. Last thing I want to talk about, I want to talk about a division. Uh, Murph, I really need to get your input on this. Why is Kansas City not getting as much as anybody else in the, in the NFL would be as far as uh, Mr. Cheetah himself, Tyreek Hill, and uh, the unfortunate circumstances he had put himself in? Uh, they lost D Ford. They lost Justin Houston. They lost Eric Berry. They're on the verge of losing Tyree Kill too, and and they lost Cream Hunt. And they got one year on uh, Kermit the Frog himself. Is anybody <laughs> else screaming that the division is open, or that just me being a diehard Raider fan? Oh my god! All right, guys, just checking in again. Big Raider trucker, check in out. Dirty Walrus <laughs> and Kermit the Frog. <laughs> He uh, rules, man. That was awesome. Mojo wrote hashtag Dirty Walrus. <laughs> <laughs> Big Raider Trucker's on fire this week. Man. Oh, I love my it. gosh. He that... must have been going through some heavy traffic or something. <laughs> Got fired up. That's so one of his funny. best calls. That was phenomenal, man. That was a great job. And so, uh, yeah, so to, to, he asked the question about, you know, why aren't the Chiefs uh, getting any kind of hate? Why aren't they getting the... Uh, the run that the Raiders would be getting if these things were happening to us. And, well, it's just – I think it's, it could be as simple as that. You know, the media is just kind of anti-Raider. It always has been. And always right now, be. the Chiefs and the Rams are the darlings of the NFL. You know, with the way that Patrick Mahomes had – look, if I hear about his no-look pass one more time, I'm going to freaking puke, man. It's like, all right, get over yourself. I get it. The guy's talented. He's great. He's But, I mean, like, he has supplanted – Tom Brady or anybody else is the face of the league as far as what I mean look I'm sensitive to it because I can't stand the Chiefs but 
I mean, Patrick Mahomes is everywhere, and Rick, I guess rightfully so. He's the guy. He's the MVP for crying out loud. But, but they are. They're getting a flat pass, and so do most Andy Reid football teams. There's been dysfunction on Andy Reid football teams always, for a long time, always. and he always gets a free pass. I don't understand it. I don't get it. I'm with you. You know, to, to, I don't even know how to answer the question because I think it's just stupid. I don't. I, I just don't get it. And and, and, and <laughs> that with, did it. It's stupid. Are you stupid? Stupid. <laughs> stupid. That's it. There's my expert analysis. Stupid. <laughs> All right, let's go here from our buddy Raider Beto. You know the city. Raider Beto, you know the city. So the Raiders are officially playing in Oakland for 2019 season. So now that means I can finally see the baseball field. Um, <laughs> field. And I have to go to the last, last, last game. Because I thought I went to the last game last season, but... Gotta go to the last game now. <laughs> anyway, I've been thinking about, you know, what happens if, you know, Josh Allen is taken by the stupid Niners or Nick Bosa or uh, Quinn Williams are taken in the top three picks. And um, I was thinking of getting Devin White would be a, a really good option because he's fast for a linebacker. And that would that would figure out the problem that we have with uh, covering tight ends. You know, that, that could would be a plus. And then... Uh, you know, I also have another poll on my Twitter. I'm going to start doing weekly polls from now on. And this one is about out of all these four – okay, let me say that again. Out of all these first-round picks, which one of them would you want to see pan out? And I gave four options. First one is Darren McFadden, number 20, Darius Hayward Bay, 85, uh, Tyler Brayton, 91, and then – Oh, yeah, DJ Hayden, number 25. Ooh. Go vote, 27 Sliver Box. I'll just look up Raider Beto because, you know, you know the city. So, anyway, go Raiders. All right, great job, Raider Beto. Awesome, as usual, my friend. And, you know, so that's a great question. So he asked the, the, the tough questions. So which one of those draft picks would I have liked to have seen pan out? So I narrowed it down to, to DMC, DHB, and, and DJH. So – Darren McFadden was amazingly talented, but plagued by injuries. So while I don't think he would have been the one to kind of turn around our franchise, uh, I, I think that his impact was great at the times when he was healthy, uh, but unfortunately just didn't see the field nearly enough. Um, but while we were rooting for that, I don't think that was, there was not like a linchpin moment to that draft, even though that was a big deal to get him. Uh, DJ Hayden was a linchpin to Reggie McKenzie's career because that was the first swing and a miss. And it was kind of a big one. And even though DJ is a serviceable, like slot corner, he's far from the first round talent that the Raiders expected and, and kind of that, that we expected. And, you know, I don't want to uh, speak ill of him because of the health challenges that he had. Um, uh, but that was a major risk. I mean, the guy, literally almost died playing football and then you know they 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 pieced his heart back together i mean it was a crazy risk so i'm gonna go with to the answer to the question i'm gonna go with dhb and here's why i wanted that one to work out because it was michael crabtree and it was Darius Hayward Bay. Everybody had the Raiders taking Michael Crabtree. Michael Crabtree was the, was the favorite. And when the Raiders didn't have the opportunity to draft Michael Crabtree and dra drafted DHP, the immediate narrative was Al has lost it. It has passed him by. This is not the 70s anymore. You can't just draft the fastest guy on the field. You know, and if you remember our wide receiving core back then, it was like Chaz Schleans and Johnny Lee Higgins and these guys. And so... DHB's failure to emerge as a number one wide 
out and, and, and worthy of that, I forget, seven or eight or nine pick, whatever he was, that almost cemented Al's legacy for the end of his career. Because I don't remember what year it was DHP was drafted, but Al passed in 2011. It was right before all that. Right. Not long. So I think it would have been nicer as a fan to see Al go up on a higher note, that, uh, go out on a higher note than what he did, and that DHB was a big one. That was a big swing and a miss. And so I'm going to go with that as the, as the, biggest, uh, as the biggest failure um, and biggest one that I wanted to see uh, work out. All right, Uncle Mosh, we got one more before we get out of here. Uh, we're ready for uh, for Monster Mash. Ken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't heard from him. All right. For a while. Let's hear from our buddy Monster Mash. This is Monster Mash. Ken, listen up, Slappy. For far too long, I've Who? sat back and watched you and that donut eating Rex Ryan looking to throw him from the show. Oh, no, enough he is did. Enough, and it's time for a change. To be the man, you gotta beat the man. And I'm calling you jabronis out. Oh, I got three words for you. Wolfpack Nation. We're wheeling and dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, high profiling. And if you think you can run with the Wolfpack, just bring it. What are you doing WrestleMania weekend? It doesn't matter what you're doing WrestleMania weekend. Oh! Poo, monkey ass down. Pick up the phone and join us to talk some wrestling. And if you're not down with that, I've got two words for ya. Whoa! I think we just got called out. I don't know what that was all about, but we just got called out on the air. So you're saying Monster Mash can't. That you want us to join you on your show. What? Wolfpack Nation. What? With you. What? And the Blitz Chick. What? And uh, Bobby the Sodden Fella. What? And a Canadian guy. What? Hey. You want us to be on your show? What? If you want Murph and Marsh to be on Wolfpack Nation, give me a hell yeah! Hell yeah! Wow. We have never been called out on our own show before. What was he thinking? I'm supposed to give a sizzler after that. You got to give a sizzler, Mosh. Sizzler. 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 Normally, (laughs) after a bit where we throw things and we and we create one hell of a mess on the carpet. <laughs> Normally, I would have to give you the in-house sizzler award, but I think we just got maybe maybe you won't get the scissor, but you do have one word for Monster Mash Ken and we will be there on his show. Pre-WrestleMania, but you, you're going to do some sign language. There you go, Ken. That's for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And that's the bottom line. Because yeah. Stone Murph said so. All right. Sizzler. Well, Sizzler. 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 We have so much fun. That was pretty okay. okay, that was so, fun. Hey, so how is all that little pansy drink all over your face? <laughs> I'm soaking wet. That didn't, now I know why Stone Cold was always so soaked when he left, because I yeah, I don't know how I ended up all over my head, but I don't, all, I'm completely soaked all the way down. We yeah. might have to watch our own yeah. show one time. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Uh, but in all reality, I mean, we heard, we had some, God, we had some great calls this week. Of course, Capo started it off with a bunch of accolades and talked about his trip down here, and Junior 
jumped in there was saying no bozo. Houston Steve <laughs> yeah. gave us one of his great 63-yard uh, uh, flashbacks to the the, 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 the sea bass kick against the donkeys. Raider Juan with his first call. Uh, uh, Rev Raider talked about the signings. Who's he going to pick? And then and and then hit us with tighter than a mosquito's butthole. <laughs> Raider Roo was made man. Uh, uh, One Nation Jeff, your new bromance. And uh, and then uh, uh, Beto, you know, the last game, the last, last game. The last, last game. Yeah, yeah. a monster match with calling us out. But today's Sizzler has got to go 100% to our Sergeant-at-Arms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> who coined the phrase <laughs> and the hashtag <laughs> Dirty Walrus. <laughs> and that goes to the one and only Big Raider Trucker. Awesome Great job. job. Great job. Awesome Sizzler. job. Sizzler. 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 Awesome job. We are yes. Metallica and we are here for your Oakland Raiders. You know why we are here. And we ain't playing around today. From The Walking Dead. To errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. So, so the the chat is amazing. It's always the best here on Raiders Fan Radio. If you want to join the join the chat, uh, you can join us on our uh, YouTube feed, which is youtube.com slash MercsFanCave. Uh, in there tonight, Chris Potts, Joseph Morales, Freddie Chavez, Pirate1975, Aaron the Q-Dog, Raider Monster Mash, Ken Carlos, Raider VC, uh, Roach is in there, uh, so many. Uh, and I love the nicknames now, so so I went all stone cold, but now you're getting the manager role. So I know, they're calling, right? They're calling you, what, Mosh the Brain? And like, uh, what's the other one? Uh, 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 Uncle Mosh Hart or what? what there's all uh, kinds Mosh of- Billy Jim. <laughs> That's fantastic. You know, it, it's, and it's so funny because we have, we have, you and I have a legacy of of doing our, our first venture into this stuff together was doing play by play at a, a wrestling event at yeah, a one bar of those bars you I used in. to work yeah. there. Yeah. And we used to have more and, and there's actually some old videos from about 20 years ago when when we did those uh, we might throw those up there sometime and uh, those are, we'll maybe link them off of our Facebook or something but man we had a blast doing that. Uh, that and then uh, of course all the uh, uh, what people don't know is I coached wrestling, high school wrestling for a long time, and actually brought in uh, a whole bunch of folks to do uh, to do a wrestling event. And I and I was in the corner of Dirty Dutch Mantel, and yeah. the Undertaker came and spoke to my students. And I mean, it was it was a lot of fun. So we we love to get a little throwback to our roots. But I was cracking up watching watching the chat going, "What? What's going on? Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> so check this out. So look at this. So there's. I don't oh, know if you can man. see it or not. So there's a picture. So that's Mosh. Here, let me see if we get in Mosh. So that's Mosh in his Stone Cold shirt. And that's me. Uh, and this is 19, what is 98? Yeah, Nin- 98. I think yeah. this is 98. So Mosh. Right and I, after you moved here. Yeah, doing a uh, doing our wrestling show, man. We're we are all in the bag for this stuff. That's what when Ken told me that he was doing a show about pro wrestling. Uh, especially about the NWO Wolfpack or related to that and the Raiders. I'm like, dude, that's amazing. Yeah, and, like, and we met right we met Six Pac a couple of years ago. We sure did. Down, that was great. Yeah, down in uh, when we were on one of our uh, casino sports Cas- yeah, adventures. Yeah, casino sports adventures. 
Uh, yeah, that was good. Good but, stuff, man. So yeah, yeah. look for. I don't know what. Uh, this is. I'm a bad wrestling fan nowadays. I don't watch it not nearly as much as we used to. I don't know why we ran out of time, but you know we don't, we don't have the time we, to watch it time. anymore. Well, oh well, duh. Because we're doing this. Kind of doing a podcast instead. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Mojo might have got my new moniker. What? Dusty Mosh, the Raider <laughs> Dream. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, man. That's great. Oh, and Aaron, the Goo Dog Raider says, you guys look like the impractical jokers. <laughs> <laughs> that was a long time ago, man. That was uh, 21 years ago uh, now. So anyway, so appreciate all, uh, all of you all. And yes, Ken, we'll, we'll link up schedules and we'll be glad to, to join you all yeah, on Wolfpack that'll, Nation. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. Talk a little bit of wrestling, a little bit of Raiders. And uh, so thank you to all of you and the wonderful support that you give us here. Uh, Raiders Fan Radio, thank you guys for, uh, for tuning in live. For those of you that are here live, thank you to those of you that download Download uh, the audio podcast and please uh, help us support. You're going to hear us say it a lot, uh, but we're going to, this is a theme you're gonna, we're going to continue on uh, through the latter half of the year. And that is, we are going, going to support uh, the Bolitnikoff Foundation based on your activity. Uh, and it's not going to cost you anything extra. It's just going to be based on our t shirt sales and anything that you buy via the, the NFL.com link that's in the, in, uh, in the description there. So please support us, help us support them. And you, and you know that when, uh, when we go down, there and present this check to the foundation uh we're gonna we'll make sure that it's yeah not yeah us. no 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 it's, it's not it's on behalf of you guys absolutely absolutely it is so so thank you all very much for joining us you want to hit our we got our outro hey, there, let's Mark? do this one more time okay <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the outro music oh. on here. Oh, you don't have no, the outro? you got that one. Okay, well, let me but, see. Well, uh, you talk so, and I'll search. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had a lot of fun tonight, man. It was it was great. It was For me, it was glad to be back in the seat. Uh, I think some things were done the right way while I was gone. You know, I think uh, Capo came in. He, uh, he, he hung out in the seat the right way. Uh, lessons <laughs> can be learned from that. And uh, I like Ron's idea. We got enough made men to have a Royal Rumble. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Uh, D the Sun says that I would look great in a Vader mask. Oh, uh, yeah. Nice. But most importantly, we want to thank everybody for listening tonight. So for Murph, this is your old Uncle Mosh, and you've been listening to Raiders Fan Radio, where we took a lighter side journey into the dark side. Don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. He was, you know, he was tighter than a than a mosquito's butthole, boy. <laughs> he was mad at the, at the signing of Antonio Brown. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn, compare it to your neighbor's lawn, and complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home an auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance, which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home an auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com.